0: Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero I'm your Sexy Ranch Hand co host, Calderness. This is our 2021 end of the year award show, spectacular wrap up, looking back on the year, looking forward to 2022, all that jazz. It's all of that stuff. This is episode 396. I'm your Sexy Ranch Hand, Calderness. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. So, if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred instant deadpan humor. Oh, how many people know? think I am funny? Hard day's work. Not that you know I anything mean about that. Which, you absolute fools. It's not witcher nonsense. I'm going to make hero clicks like that forever. Oh, <laughs> Hey Google, maximum. Let's attack him because he's a jerk. Wow! 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 at for HeroClicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClick singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com and use code Dial Five. That's D-I-A-L five for five percent off your CoolStuffInc order. Joining me, like always in the studio, is of course and still and ladies and gentlemen. Unlike uh, other certain champions who are no longer your uh, universal or uh, champion or whatever you want to say. Still, the Dial H for Heroclux champion, Simeon Undisputed Bruce, what's going on? Dial H for Heroclux champion. Yeah. How many uh, title defenses have you had in your reign so far, Simeon? Zero. Zero. <laughs> It's you know, amazing. You know Once... why?
1: It's because Xavier Woods is too afraid to challenge me for the belt. He is. I Dude, issued a Xavier challenge Woods. at the end of that video. It was clear as day. Anyone that watched all two hours throughout that video and watched the very last, like, ten seconds, they heard the challenge. Uh, I think Xavier Woods is just, just frightened of someone who doesn't play uh, the saxophone or trumpet.
0: Uh, I believe it. Uh, someone with no musical ability. Yeah terrified well, that makes sense makes sense so uh, we're not gonna do what made us happy or anything this week we're just going to really try to focus hard these this guy blah 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 we're gonna focus really hard guys on the end of the year show yeah to make Simeon edit already so we're gonna focus really hard on the end of the year so we're just gonna get right into it except really quick we're gonna shout out. Our Patreon, because if you join our Patreon, you can get all sorts of cool rewards like action tokens, uh, stickers, all sorts of really cool stuff. Our Discord, I think our Discord, Simi and I had a great conversation about this before the show. Uh, we honestly think the best value that you could spend, the best $1 you can spend is not for a, a Whopper or Big Mac or McDouble. It's the best $1 you can spend is is $1 a month to dial for hero clicks, $12 for the entire year. Honestly, the I, I might sound jokingly when I say this, but a really, really cool community on our Discord. There's discussion every day in there. People talking about comic books, team builds. People having you know questions about hero clicks, helping each other out. Um, and then we play Bad Samaritan every Sunday. And you know, some of the Bad Samaritan like has its own jokes, has its own in jokes, and that's just like a really great community of like. I have really, really active people, and there's a bunch of other people on the Discord that will, like, show some memes sometimes, pop in here and there, that are also really, really fun. So, I genuinely think our Discord is, like, the best part of our Patreon, and you get Discord privileges for just a dollar. And then everything after that is just icing on the cake. So, seriously, I if you haven't enjoyed our Patreon yet, um, honestly, I really urge you to, because it's really cool. Plus, you get to see all sorts of uh, bloopers, like... Behind the scenes, looks at pitch meetings and stuff, and a lot of things that Simeon edits out of the podcast and puts <laughs> in there, like ramblings about how I hate, uh, let's see, Ronda Rousey, Pepper Potts. Oh, um, yeah. Pepper. When I, when I fire Simeon, uh, dirigibles. That's a good one. D- dirigible um, drop that dirigible was a Drop. drop. <laughs> that was really funny. I mean, if oh, you are the... into
1: like 90s, uh, hip-hop or
0: something i don't know what that music you was. always choose the weirdest music whenever you like whenever i'm like hey man we're gonna have a new segment for the show we need a new bumper always choose music I've number number one never heard of like ever in my entire life then whenever you try to make like uh i shouldn't say try when you make like the funny edits do like again music i'm like what is this guy's music taste where does he get this music <laughs> I know it's not royaltyfreebeats.com because we get no, copyright no, strikes. Get, yeah. That's and I'm like, so I'm like, man, Simeon's pulling some wild music recommend, like wildly like, out of nowhere. You know, is that because all I listen to is uh, Caballo Diablo on repeat uh, <laughs> every day for 24 hours a day? Maybe, <laughs> but uh, Simeon does. He pulls out some I think pretty crazy Freud music. Floyd would have something to say about you listening to Caballo
1: Diablo that often. I Sigmund, think, yeah. Sigmund Freud, notable, Sigmund, oh, uh, gosh. famous uh, t- uh, psychiatrist? psychiatrist, psychologist, um, I don't know, I German. don't no, have German. a doctorate in either of those fields, so I don't have to know what he did, all I know is that uh, I can reference him and be like, ha, huh, look how smart I am, oh, you know
0: what I, I have a doctorate the in? Oh, well, being <laughs> some, half you win half some, half you devil. lose some. Uh, no, I have a doctorate in Clixonomics, and that makes me qualify to tell you this year's 2021 awards show. This is... Hero Clix Land. Oh, I see, I mean, that was a really cool soundbite of like people clapping and cheering and like uh triumphant starting music and stuff you very just put in there that's really cool music yeah yeah, yeah very very normal weird sounding just, not weird definitely at not rolling throat singing or anything oh so uh, no. please don't please ah uh, if i'm listening to this before i upload it it's Oh wow well, wow well, well, well. or like well however I can't do it obviously I'm not a mongolian throat singer but there's still time brother can do that my brother knows how to mongol <laughs> sort of he like he'll he'll just start doing it I'm like I don't know if that's how it actually goes it sounds pretty scary it's intimidating it's good tactic um but you know brody you know that's all pretty in character for him so Simeon, our first category was best and worst set so What were the sets that came out this year? Hey, guys, thank you so much for asking. Um, January 6th, we had the official release of House of X, even though that feels like a very much 2020 set because of when it was getting spoiled and everything. But due to the pushbacks, we got House of X January 6th. The next set, uh, barely a month later, is technically the deep cuts for Fantastic Four, February 10th. February 17th is the official release of the Future Foundation set. uh, With that, I think a week or two prior, we got the Italian unboxing, which was pretty crazy, uh, showing off what legacy cards were, people thinking they were fake when they first saw them, watching the whole unboxing, realizing, no, these are real. Like, that was pretty crazy. Um, there were some articles leading up. I'm just sort of doing a little year recap as I go through the sets here. Uh, obviously, there are articles leading up to Future Foundation about rules changes, which I think really hurt Future Foundation and its playability because a lot of people were already playing Um with future Foundation characters, as if the rules already happened, because a lot of them were shown by then, right. even though they are all for Wonder Woman. Then eventually, Wonder Woman did finally come, and it wasn't just online tournaments, but all tournaments everywhere are now the new rules, because that is the new baseline rules for the game. And that was April 28th. I believe it was pushed back two, three weeks. I think it was supposed to come out like the first weekend of April, and then it came out basically the last, last on the 28th, yeah. the last weekend of that April. That sounds about
1: right. Um, also notable then, on April
0: yeah. 1st,
1: uh, we, oh, reviewed yes. The very, we got our first, very first ever preview, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: balls of fury legacy card. So yeah. And no yeah. one has pulled one yet in empire. It's really rare. I think it's, it's like an crazy, ultra, yeah. chase it ultra chase legacy card, ultra chase legacy card. Um, yeah. several naysayers
1: in the comments said that it was fake, but, uh, yeah. Why It'll... would we post something clearly fake? Clearly, we wouldn't do, like, we don't do jokes on this podcast. So that's not yeah. what
0: it was. Who you knows? know how Cut and dry we are, Simeon. I mean, incredibly dry and unfunny. We've never made a joke in our entire lives. And I say that sarcastically, but there's probably one listener like, yeah, you guys suck. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. We're really as uh,
1: dry as the uh, top of the Sierra Madre almost. Oh, man.
0: Hate you so much. I. <laughs> stop i know i referenced it first but now i i don't want, I don't want you to do it Up atop the Sierra, my uh then a big four months later august 25th we finally get rise and fall i think we knew everything in rise and fall like a month before it came out we knew every single thing in that set and then it was just delay 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 um the clicks cup was supposed to be rise and fall oh that's, that's right. really funny um And it was, and it ended up being prizing, but he was like trying hardcore to get rise and fall. I believe once again, rise and fall, uh, saw an early Italian Australian release, I believe. And David Newmark was trying to get whatever rise and fall he could for clicks cup, which is really funny. Um, he tried his best, which is good. I like to hear that, like to see that. Um, but yeah, rise and fall then is our August set. And then again, we have another four months ish months. And then we get, uh, Eternals, um, which there's nothing notable, notable, nothing notable at all happened with Eternals. So we're going to skip it. And then, uh, basically four months later, we get Avengers fantastic Four, empire. And that is a, I think an awesome end to the year. Um, it takes the fantastic four. It takes the X-Men and it takes the Avengers, these big Marvel properties, and it puts them all for the first time ever in HeroClix into one set, which is really, really cool. Um, and it was our only Avengers set of the year when we have a Fantastic Four set, two X-Men sets, and then this one really barely an Avengers set, but a very strong showing with the Avengers, of course. And the Avengers obviously appear in those other sets, too, very limited. But um, I think it was a good end-of-the-year set to cap everything off. Uh, before that, of course, I will at least mention Gen Con and the Gen Con exclusives. I feel a little bad for skipping them over, but in right. September... We
1: did um, release...
0: Yeah, what was it? Two. Four, five. Yeah, Four, okay. four. four. was or new ones because Master Mold. But I mean, also big credit to Master Mold. So Master Mold tournaments were popping up near the beginning of August, September area, I believe, around August, September. Master Mold tournaments were popping up was a really cool figure a ton of people wanted him uh he was very expensive uh and when he wasn't being sold at stores for forty dollars people were trying their best to win him in tournaments so that's really cool um gosh. and then of course we get the gen con figures which I I think around you know end of early sorry early September a week before gen con like a week week and a half before gen con yeah, was... um we've get to see these figures and I remember it's it was crazy
1: less than two weeks from gen con i think it was like 11 days because i remember when they got when they revealed that they were going to have those at gen con i checked to see like how far i was like how far away is gen con
0: and i was like oh geez there's zero chance i'm going it's it became this mass like oh man who's going to gen con who was already planning on going who can who lives close enough to buy a day pass and get in there and also, like this his, I don't, I'm not gonna say mass hysteria because it wasn't, but it was this like uh, panic and whatever else, and like, oh man, how do we get these figures? Now, the only one of note really is getting a bunch of master molds, even though he was very expensive. I mean, a hundred dollars is insane for something that small. I mean, we have a picture of Master Mold and Galactus standing next to each other. And to say they're the same retail value, despite the fact that one is technically better playwise, is still like a really hard sell, I think anybody um, it's just like wow, yikes! It's that for that, like really. Um, both being the same price is a bit wild. Um, but it also brought uh, we finally get Cosmic Ghost Rider and Thanos, which were huge fan favorites. I think clearly, favorite figures of that entire Gen Con wave. I think the most people were like, "Can you get me a Ghost Rider, Thanos?" You know, people really wanted that Cosmic Ghost Rider. He's a cool character, the cool design. Um, and then you know, Wonder Woman and Jumpa, just finally getting that there were some hardcore dc fans that are like you know uh you just more dc dc only gets one set a year so it's good that they at least got to have another con exclusive i was personally hoping we got more dc con exclusives especially that aries i really wanted to see that like aries because he looked so dope um but that's okay and then I honestly my favorite thing of the whole year is the glimmer of hope that was the Ultimate Warrior Convention exclusive, a WWE figure we had no idea we were gonna get, never planned, never shown anywhere. Um clearly the second con exclusive, because the first is probably invisible John Cena, because he's number be. two in the in the thing, right? And we, we just get Ultimate Warrior out of nowhere. And it's like it's wild we get Ultimate Warrior. I don't know what WizKids did to convince WD to let them release this one. I would have thought, like, with John Cena returning to WWE to basically promote Suicide Squad. Um excuse me, the Suicide Squad. Um, no. Suicide like, Whatever, I'm not gonna try to remember. Suicide Squad two. <laughs> whatever, I think it you is, know. Yeah, the um the okay so like i, I mean so. it would have made sense it would have been perfect storm like he comes back for wwe i felt like wwe would have been like yeah okay i can release the john cena one that that all fits our master plan of giving john cena his his like movie like relevancy or whatever you know um but no nah, they they instead release ultimate warrior which like as a fan of like older wrestling and i hey don't get me wrong love john cena but um, as a fan of, like, older wrestling and stuff, like, that's really, really cool. I mean, obviously, I, I know you really like that Ultimate Warrior came out just for the same reasons I do, like, the glimmer of hope for Wave 2. And so, like, that was awesome. Speaking of Wave 2, of course, it was also one of the sets that was constantly pushed back this year. Originally, a January, end of January release, and then pushed to September and I don't think it has a release date anymore. I think it is just an indefinite, indefinite. Um, yeah, I don't even think they bothered with
1: pushing it backwards anymore. They're just <laughs> yeah. kind of letting it sit in limbo. Um, to go along with convention exclusive kind of stuff, there was also the Wonder Woman 80th anniversary case mailaways. Oh yeah, so they're
0: making its triumphant return. Yeah. Buy it by the brick. Buy by the case now.
1: Yeah, now buy it by the case. So we, we had the Fulcrum Abominus, which of course was the one everyone wanted. The giant 2x2 two two Justice League robot with the retail um, prob and like their retail power gets rid of like defense powers or whatever. Um, that was the big one. There was also uh, Brainiac Lex Luthor, which isn't a duo figure, it's when Brainiac and Lex Luthor merged in like the Justice League Unlimited series. Uh, There's a Gorilla Grodd and then a Plastic Man. I think were the four options. The Plastic Man, of course,
0: coming with one of his objects. And I mean, there's still those figures that we haven't gotten yet, like the other Plastic Man objects that we've seen and stuff. But yeah, like that whole buy it by the case thing. Very obviously, very controversial when it came out. But I think at the end of the day, people were like, I can't complain about getting something for free oh. I get there's a pay like a kind of a oh well, you know Some depending on how you look at it a very steep paywall but um but at the end of the day it was WizKids kids getting product into people's hands you know no matter what people want to call it whether it's like a desperate attempt to try to sell the Wonder Woman set I think the Wonder Woman set um did well enough on itself like just you could look at the figures and be like man what an amazing set but um was a crazy year i mean we got the entire rules like reworked it's it's a very different game that it is now than it was at the beginning of the year and yet um and i totally say so much has changed yes i can a lot has changed but now i'm just used to it so it's (laughs) you know but no it's been a great year with a lot of great releases and there's so much uh stuff to have in mind um this year i will say my particular worry this year was we, we got one Steve Rogers and as you guys know me, like I I'm a huge Captain America fan and it was crazy to go through 2020. Um, we did get like three, yeah, four, four Steve Rogers. No, sorry, six with the whatever. So we got six in one year, which is really, really cool. Um, But then in 2020, that was the beginning of the year. And then we didn't get a single Avengers set until December of this year, so we never had another chance for, like, Captain America to, like, legitimately be in a set until now, so it's been almost two years, it's been, you know, a good year, seven months-ish, um, since we had a Captain America, and that was pretty tough, it it made, like, playing weekly difficult for me, it made me have to, like, go back and play a lot of older figures, because I wasn't buying Fantastic Four, I wasn't buying X-Men, um, I didn't really want to play much from Spider-Man, you know, stuff like that. I wasn't buying, you know, I bought Wonder Woman a lot, but uh, that was more so a lot of generic keyword play. So like, that's what a lot of my play was. And I will say one thing it's, you know, this year started off, I was playing hero clicks in a friend's uh, house. Like we were just getting together, playing at somebody's house. And that was cool. That was fun. But then I think in the summer, uh, our store play began again. And that was awesome. And seeing, not only a lot of our regulars come back to it, but then more people as the year went on, seeing store play grow again, like really like warmed my heart, really made me feel great. So I'm so thankful that in South Dakota we have in store play and, you know, it's it's fun. Even even the kids, even the really young (laughs) teenage kids as annoying as they can be. And I know they're listening to this and they know and they know they know they're annoying. I'm really thankful for him and I'm really thankful for like going out to eat with my friends afterwards after HeroClix, you know, talking to the store manager and them always trying to shill and sell me Captain America product every two <laughs> seconds since they know that's what I'm going to buy. You know, I, I love it. I'm I'm so happy to have in-person playback. Um, but that was that was just a mini. I would say that, that was a mini wrap up of my personal gameplay year. And then obviously I went to Clicks Cup and all that stuff, which is cool, too. Uh, Simeon, what what a, what's a mini like recap for like gameplay for you? Oh, and gosh, we started off playing online, didn't we? Like, we still did twenty Thursday throwdowns, guys. Yeah. That's wild, <laughs> by the way. We did, I, we we know, we'll 20, talk more about weeks, it, but ugh. give or take, because not every it wasn't
1: always every single week. We did skip a few, uh, but roughly twenty <laughs> weeks, and mostly towards the beginning, all the way up to Future Foundation. Is the last time yeah. we played a set, yeah. so probably uh, I don't even know when that would have been when we finally caught up with that. It would have been before Wonder Woman 80th or yeah, uh, maybe March. I guess maybe or Wonder Woman 80th was there, but we were waiting for Rise and, Rise Fall, and Fall. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, the first two sets of this year, uh, House of X, the first two major sets, House of X and Future Foundation, we were actually playing in a space that was not, like, a designated... It wasn't a comic shop. It wasn't, like, a Hero clicks place. It wasn't one of our normal venues. Um, we went from playing online occasionally to playing in person at uh, Spielbound, a place in Omaha that lets you play, like, board games and stuff. So we rented out, like, a room, which you don't actually have to, like, pay to rent it out. You just have to select a time slot. So we had our own oh. little room, and we were playing... Um, We played House of X sealed and we played Future Foundation sealed and we played some other like fun stuff. And then by the time Wonder Woman 80 dropped, we were finally able to start playing in person at Krypton again, Uh, which Krypton being like my most home venue, I guess, here in Omaha. Um, And yeah, like so since then, it's been every Thursday just like it used to be. Uh, It's been pretty fun. Uh, We've had some new faces and then some old returning faces. We've had, you know, some people come and go. We've still got some people in the community that haven't quite come back yet, but they're still interested. Uh, So, yeah, it's just a decent little group, just like we used to have. Um, And then, yeah, like I've so in between there somewhere, I was still playing a little bit online. So I did did play in, I think, at the very beginning of the year was the JSA Clicks tournament. I'm pretty sure that was this year, but maybe... I don't know. This year was so Gosh, long. dude. He um,
0: had your tournament at the beginning of the year, too, though. Was the Prince tournament this year? I, it, well, like, yeah. Didn't it, didn't we, like, start it at the end of December
1: 2020?
0: and then it, <laughs> It's been such a long year. Like, um, I think that ended, because House of X was the prize for it, so it had oh, to be. Oh, that's true.
1: House of X was the prizing. Yeah. So,
0: so it, it was your online tournament. I, I had
1: purchased the prizing beforehand, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. Dude, um, that JSA course.
0: and did Jay let you buy it. Sorry. Um yeah, your tournament and then I didn't Sorry, I didn't mean to take away from the JSA tournament that was really cool too. But I just it just made me think that holy smokes, we had years at the beginning of the year too. Yeah. The JSA Wild. tournament
1: was cool because um so me and Calder pitched in to do the Scott Porter cameo for whoever mm-hmm. came in first, which sadly was Lucas Tom Van Holland. Um, and we really didn't want to pay for his prizing at all but we had can't to- win them all and he can't even be mad about this because he doesn't listen so that's fine uh um, the prince tournament man i have never seen so many god emperor dooms played than <laughs> the prince tournament <laughs> turns out when you limit people to chases super Air primes ultra chases uh people play a ton of god emperor dooms um which he's probably I think at the time he was probably one of the stronger options. So yeah, that was cool. Uh, then of course, man, I don't even remember after Wonder Woman eighty, but before X-Men Rise and Fall was the Hero Clicks for Huntington's tournament. Yeah. Yep. Because I remember that was huge. I remember uh, Fantastic Four, House of X. There was a bunch of different stuff getting played in that. Of course, like Spider Man families. Um, there's a bunch of different like stuff that got played in that tournament, but um, that was a great tournament. It was a ton of fun. They were doing battle Royals online. They were doing the battle Royals were wonder Woman 80th, but they weren't, you weren't, you didn't actually get what was in the booster. It was just like a virtual I... booster that popped, which was still cool and fun. Um, but yeah, like since then, since in-store play actually resumed the, uh, I haven't had to do a whole lot of online play. Haven't chosen to do a whole lot of online play. And to be honest, there hasn't been a ton of big, interesting events. I'll probably still, like if they do Heroclux for Huntington's again next year, and it's got an online component, I'll probably do that again. Um, Same with if, if Jay does another charity tournament, or like really any charity tournaments. I'm usually down for those. Uh, it's not really something I enjoy as far as like playing, but it is fun to, to hang out in the lobbies and talk to people and it's for a good cause. So that all makes sense. But yeah, um, we ended the year fairly strong. We've had some like fun little tournaments and stuff. Uh, Rick, one of the shop owners at Krypton gave us a brick of future foundation to split between us. Yeah. Because just because we've uh, we've been hanging out again. And, you know, that's bringing bringing money into his store and people into his store makes him happy, which I'm glad. I'm glad that we're back at that point where he's like, yeah, you're no magic. Don't get me wrong. You're no magic. Yeah.
0: But you guys do pull a little bit of weight. So, I mean, I don't know what he bought for the magic guys. It must be pretty nice. But I mean, still, that blows my mind, though, because number one, like, that was the one second Omaha that's the only Thursday night Omaha tournament I've been to all year and he's still like I still got two boosters and I felt really bad um uh, my sister felt marginally worse um because she barely knows how to play the game and I I made her play and she she likes it she thinks it's fun but it was like oh no he's given us free product like that's so nice but at the same time we're like we so don't deserve it like this is just like the first time we've been here. We're not from here, sir. I'm sorry. You you um, were
1: uh collectively our plus ones. So all the yeah. all the Krypton people's plus ones. So I'll take it's that. fine, we'll yeah.
0: Take that. Um but yeah, that is really cool. I do I do really enjoy uh like the Krypton and like that dude's super nice. Oh, like all your all your players are really cool dustin is you know doing his best getting everything organized is tough like it's it's tough to get things organized and pulls it off man pulls it off um I yeah. liked the the format and everything he's got cool people so yeah
1: yeah I think it's, it's a, a it's a great group it's just um it's hard getting fully back into the swing of things and getting everyone like back on board with because I mean let's not like pull any punches 2020 was a a like hero clicks oh killing year as far as like interest in the game um it really like took a lot of people to like the edge and they were like why am I even doing this anymore and there was like we did lose some um players that were very consistent they're not like playing the game anymore Uh, but yeah 2021 shaped up pretty nice towards the end and I think it's gonna only it's only going to get better going into 2022 as far as my local group goes. Um, nice. So nice. yeah,
0: lost some real ones. What's up? What's up? Uh, no. Uh, so yeah, I think that's about it. I wanted to talk about like gameplay and everything. Let's let's quit let's quit messing around and let's actually start the 2021 dialage H for Hero Clicks Award Ceremony. May
1: I have the envelope, please?
0: And the Oscar for.
1: Best overall set. To... worst set. Goes to best support. Goes to best main attacker. Goes to best sculpt.
0: Goes to
1: best fast forcer starter. The- best Fast Force Slash Starter Figure. Goes, and the- best Generic. Goes to- best Chase Theme. Goes to the- best Shared Trait.
0: Goes to- I said this 20 minutes ago. Best set, worst set. Simeon, what was your pick uh, for best set? What do you think is like 2020 in a nutshell? That's the set. For best
1: set, I don't think... I honestly think that um, with zero, I don't, I don't know, without, without any um, hemming and Hine, I don't think there's like any better set this year than Wonder Woman 80th. Uh, so, disregarding the rules completely, pretending like that's not part of the set at all, which it was, but pretending that's not part of the set, uh, Wonder Woman 80th brought us lanterns back. It brought us an absolute ton of generics. It brought us new team abilities. It brought us new mechanics, very interesting equipments. Um, some of the most meta-defining pieces of this year came out of this set. And some of the most fun pieces of this year came out of this set. Um, there's a ton of like really fun, interesting stuff. The only <laughs> lacking part of this set for me was the Legacy cards. And, I mean, that's just because I'm I'm not the biggest Wonder Woman fan. I know it's surprising, but I'm not. Uh, but, yeah, it was an amazing set. It was tons of fun and sealed. That was another... I played... Uh, I played in the Eagle Cast, like the Gongai Guy games, sealed... I think it was like a pre-release or something online. And they pulled the boosters and let you play with it. And I pulled the super rare Wonder Woman... With the uh, 19 defend, and I did all right. I lost. I lost pretty bad to like PJ, and lost pretty bad to Chip. But I did all right. I think it was a pretty fun tournament, and yeah, it's just a great set. I don't understand how anyone couldn't have loved this set, even if you're not a DC fan. You know, it's a legit
0: set, and like you know, I don't like Quarterman. Like I don't know if. I don't think you're a wonder woman fan I don't think you got ww tattooed on your chest like diana forever tramp stamp or anything like she's she's a she's a fine character but she's not my favorite character and i have to agree with you Simeon. wonder woman 80 is my favorite set of the year as well um and that is tough because i really like empire empire gave me a captain america gave me a sick captain america legacy card it gave me a an okay Captain America Thanos figure, which is cool, and it gave me never before clicks Ricky Barnes. So it was all like being Captain America fan. It gave me a ton of cool stuff. It also gave us a ton of really sweet. Like this is my just shout out close second Empire. Um, all the mission points stuff in Empire is really fun. Now the generics are pretty lacking in Empire. That's the only bad, like rough part I would say, like a really rough part. Um, the fact that we it's put hard X to come back set from also sucks. But Wonder
1: Woman 80th, it really is, dude. Um... The set just generics. knocked it out of the park with generics and like they're not bad generics. Like they are they're all sidekicks, so they do have like nerfed powers, but sidekicks in the right teams and stuff. And yeah, like uh X Men Rise and Fall even had I mean, technically four generics. What was it uh Hellfire hey. Multiple Man is kind of a generic sentinel and uh the good old the flag people, the Shiar soldiers.
0: Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they did have so, four generics. I mean, we count multiple. Yeah, man, it yeah. was
1: weird going to from that to Empire, where we had Scroll Spy, Kree Soldier, and I guess Loki. If I'm gonna count, if I'm gonna count uh, multiple man, I'm gonna count Loki. Uh, yeah, it's true. But yeah, like three, like it tapered down after Wonder Woman. You know, Wonder Woman hit like a real peak with great generics. X-Men Rise and Fall had a an amount, not as great. And then Empire was a little bit
0: less, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I've got to give it to Wonder Woman. They had such cool figures. Like, just so much fun. I would have never cared in a million years about Angle Man, and now I do. They gave me my boy Guy Gardner, Red Lantern Guy Gardner, a remake after so long. uh, was beautiful, and they did them really, really well. They did all the Lanterns really, really well. Yeah.
1: Also Wonder um, Woman
0: was the first set
1: with the new uh terrain under the sculpts. Yes. Which which is really dope. Really? That was added, pretty exciting, really... yeah. that was a pretty It adds. It adds. Yeah. I'm not gonna say like the, the sculpts are perfect and like the paint jobs are perfect now, but I think on the average they're much better than they used to be. Yeah.
0: Oh I think I think Wonder Woman takes it for me and you know what, Simeon? Uh, everybody else agreed, uh, for the most part. Uh, Wonder Woman 80 also won, based on all our votes. Wonder Woman 80 is the Dial H for Clicks Award Ceremony 2021 Best Set of the Year. Now, this is the fun. This is the real fun, Simeon. Negativity. That's what we're all about over here. <laughs> what's, what's the worst set? In in your opinion, yeah. worst set of the year. And this counts every single set that came out this year. Every single product that was for sale this year. Worst set yeah. of the year. so... So, again, we had
1: House of X, technically Fast Forces of House of X. Uh, we had the Deep Cuts Fantastic Four, which I personally thought were kind of bad, uh, but not that bad. Uh, just not amazing. We had the Fast Forces of the Future Foundation, the Future Foundation. We had the starter for Wonder Woman, the Battleground set, Wonder Woman 80th, which we both just said was the best. So, probably not that yeah. one. Uh, X-Men Rise and Fall did kind of meet with mixed expectations uh then there was of course the the x-men rise and fall fast forces uh and then there was empire and that was that was it so it's it was a really tough choice except oh wait um the eternals movie gravity feed came out and that is just absolute trash like there is almost zero (laughs) good pieces in this set and I don't say that as like a competitive person. I'm saying this as someone who owns the Thor set and so already has most of these Eternals. Uh, someone who hasn't seen the movie so has no attachment to these figures or characters. And also someone who just likes playing good pieces. And I'm looking at like 300-point Unimind. Like, why? How is that 300 points? It ends with a 15 defense on its last three clicks. It averages like a 17 or less... For most of its dial on defense. How is that 300 points? Uh, Yeah, this set is just... I mean, we've talked about it before on the show, but this set is just bad. There's not a lot of redeeming qualities about it. Uh, They're very few and far between. If you just really loved the movie, if you just really want the sculpts, you could probably pick up the commons pretty cheap. Maybe even the rares fairly cheap. I haven't even looked. That's how much I do not care about this set. This isn't like... Even if someone was like, I have all of the commons for $5, I would say, no, thank you. I have zero use for them. Even the one generic in the set, the werewolf deviant has a 50 point dial. That's charge blades and shape change on a four through six. And that's like the most interesting that it really gets. Um, <clears throat> and that's if you're playing it at the 50 point line. Cause Lord knows you're not playing a generic at a hundred points. Uh, I didn't even know they made generics worth fifty points anymore. That's a whole character now.
0: Whoa! Wow! Wow! Um, yeah, I won't harp on Eternals too much. It sucked. It was bad. You guys know I don't like the Eternals. You know I don't like them. Um, yeah, it's trash. And you know what? Uh, everybody else thought so as well. Eternals is also again the a dial here, who's 2021 worst set of the year now a bit of a rough award to get eternals but it yeah. is an award it did nonetheless it out of the
1: water though so yeah. it is
0: really good at being the worst yeah hey someone's gotta be uh next up we have best main attacker and then best support so simeon who is who is your best main attacker of the year you're like that guy that gal can attack they they're the mainest attacker of them all man they're good yeah my my vote
1: for best main attacker because when i'm looking at these and i'm actually thinking about it i'm not looking at like you know who was a great main attacker is vulture prime that was a great main attacker would i have voted for that as like the best main attacker of that year no, because that's a, oh. like, that's a team build. That's not like a main attacker. He you know, he only worked when designed to work like that. Um, so I want a, a character that can hold their own and also just like a character that's very unique and feels unique, feels good, feels powerful, feels like a main attacker. And so I went with the Prime Emperor Gladiator for my vote. Um, of course, he comes in at 100 points or 50 he has eight range. And then if he has the, the whole uh, confidence tokens where it, when he has one, he can reduce penetrating damage, which is huge in these benched power days. Being able to reduce pen damage with impervious and invulnerability makes your life, your clicks, click life, I guess, uh, go a lot longer. And then, of course, uh, by removing that confidence token, he can just choose to take no damage. So that's also an option. Um Hefty stats. His whole dial never drops below a twelve. He's either a twelve for close and his for his uh, three middle clicks with close combat expert and four damage, or he's a twelve with psychic blast. His top two clicks being four damage and his bottom being three. Um, and that's yeah. And then on top of that, he also has a leadership mastermind and can generate his own shiar soldiers when he succeeds to mastermind to. So he's just. A great little figure he's uh i mean uh, granted he is a super rare prime so he's hard to get a hold of but man is he not like one of the coolest gladiators we've ever gotten
0: yeah i mean he is not only so awesome that i agree with you but i double agree with you i also voted for emperor gladiator for all the same reasons simeon said like dude is a beast all on his own he, he hits hard at both point values um he just he feels like that main attacker. Like he was the first person I thought of. You know, there were other, you know, big, big ups, big second place um, in my world to Red Lantern Guy Gardner. Um, because I do think he's a dope main attacker. I do think he just needs help to pull a lot of his stuff off. And I think Emperor Gladiator just like he's a beast. He can he yeah, can do it all it's on like its own. Fifteen some reach lucky on his own. leaderships. Like, dude's great. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and. You know, sadly, not everybody agreed. Um, but that's okay because I do, I do think who he lost to would. A free. That's a legit loss. Uh, best main attacker as voted on by you, the people, was Sky Tyrant. I mean, yeah, yeah, it gets Sky Tyrant. Like, come yeah. on, like. I would say if we were to pick a piece that's probably
1: KO'd more figures this year than any other piece, it was probably Sky Tyrant.
0: Uh, like, yeah.
1: You know, he, <laughs> yeah probably he came in almost halfway through the year but 50 point sky tyrant has probably KO'd more figures this year than any other figures Yeah, it is I mean he's he's been insane. on a lot of teams he's uh, he works really good with monster with secret six I'm sure there's like other stuff that you can probably build unthemed and he just he's just very good at what he does for 50
0: points yeah I mean, like, rules change make him absolutely way better. Yes, of course. Even without the rules changes, he's still a beast. He is still insane. He would still be replacing Vulture, you know, not to the same extent, obviously, but, like, you know, with the rules changes, he kind of does, though. The dude is insane being able to, because Vulture, it's like you send him out. If he doesn't kill everything, he's a goner. But you just got to kill one thing, this guy, and then he gets to go boop, back then he gets to have a little safety token, a little resurrection. Sky Guy is great, and I think he definitely deserves best main attacker for sure. So a little round of applause there for Sky Guy. Best support. This one, this can be a lot of things. There's, We saw, I mean, support powers are just wildly different. Like when we think attack, like a main attacker, we're like running shot, pensai, charge, flurry, exploit, stuff like that. Like we have very simple, but when it comes to support, that Can be stat bonuses that can be actually support that can be outwit, prop that can be a carry that can be a TK, um, that can be a barrier that can yeah. be there's so many things, and a lot he of times they vote get for lumped Ferdinand, in Ferdinand, which he doesn't have support, but he does like he's the support, he's team. got a so. legit way to heal people, you know, yeah, so yeah, uh, best support for you, Simeon, of 2021,
1: yeah, so. When I think of support, I usually think of like supporting powers, the outwit, perplex, the prob, that kind of stuff. Um, but it can also be like just really solid TK, um, really solid taxi, and we got like plenty of all of that. But the figure that I think was probably the the one time I've played it this year just blew me away with how how good it is. Um, it's Felix Faust from the Wonder Woman 80th set. So. <laughs> He, of course, comes in at 60 or 30 points, depending on how long of a dial you want. Uh, At either point value, you'll start with the same powers, and his attack values don't really matter too much, but his uh, starting powers are stealth for speed, and then he's got free. Place him within a, a square up to four squares away from his current square, which just makes him super mobile. Uh, Every turn for free, you just place him, and he doesn't have to break away, he doesn't have to have line of fire, just four squares away from his current square. And then, of course, his damage power that he has, I believe his whole dial is the bell, the wheel, the jar of demons 3. Outwit probability control and enhancement. So, I actually find myself using enhancement and empower more than perplex nowadays because it's boosting your damage. Perplex can no longer boost damage. So, Uh, I really like this guy. Placing him next to somebody who's going to make a shot is really easy with his free place effect. Being able to outwit a defense and then prob as well as boosting damage just makes him really kind of nuts. And then on top of all of that, he has the trait where when an opposing character within range would use outwit, prob, or perplex, you roll a d6... And on a one, that character can use that power an additional time, which sucks when I did roll that. On a four through five, the use of that power has no effect. And then on a six, the use of that power has no effect. And after resolutions, you deal that character one pen damage. So he can just passively damage characters by rolling and taking away their powers. And man, does it, like, it feels really good when someone goes to outwit you and, like, hit you with a big attack. And you roll to like just be like, nah, your outwit doesn't work. Or like, nah, your prob doesn't work. Plus, he's got eight range. So he's outranging most people's probs and outwits Mm. with his own. He's a really solid figure. And he, I mean, I've just played him at the 30 point line, but I'm sure at some point I'll put him on the 60 point line
0: too. Yeah. Uh, No, I think a lot of people are in agreeance that man he he's insane although it was weird he didn't see a a boost in play right away it was more recent we started seeing uh more felix Faust, or at least when i started didn't get crossed for more felix faust anyways um my favorite support figure uh that i voted for best support this year uh is chip i think chip is really well-rounded um so is a flight uh, sidestep green lantern core team ability so he can carry eight characters uh he can go 10 squares out and then uh, carry with sidestep is huge if you've ever ever played a drop-off team or overdrive or anything in your entire life you know how important it is not only to get those two extra squares but to get those two squares separate from a big movement it is just humongous. It's it's really important. It's crazy. Um, and then he also has TK top dial, which is awesome. Uh, so sidestep and TK is also just great if we're not carrying people. And then, of course, he has Prob. He does have an average range of six, which is fine. But, you know, Prob. And later on, he goes down to outwit, which is really solid. And then for the cheap, low, low price of 35 points, there's no reason not to put chip on your team. Like Animal, Herald, Green Lantern, Core, fine keywords. Uh... And, you know, he can drop off a green construct, which currently is there's two, and there's one that's useful, which is ESD. But still, handing out ESD to everybody that's adjacent to the construct that he makes for free and then making a construct that I think in and of itself has sidestep, and it's like a 10 attack, one damage, or whatever, so it's not nothing, is also pretty legit, and it's autonomous. So I like Chip a lot. I think he fills a lot of roles on the team, and I think he did a great job of doing it. Yeah,
1: definitely. But, I think
0: one of the best taxis of the year pretty easily oh yeah oh yeah but who we had uh voted for and we had some great ones uh we had a lot of votes for flash Uh, i assume tk flash you know that's a legit one too he's got the police team ability he's got telekinesis that he gets to move an extra two squares he's got probability control he's got sidestep very solid however you do kind of have to play another figure in order to get that like one you know well at least that's normally what people would do (laughs) so uh Flash was a big high amount of votes, but our winner of best support was Molecule Man. I think 2020 had Barrier to have been boy. the year where most people placed barriers and smoke cloud markers ever in all of Hero Clicks. Yeah. Like this has to be simultaneously the year that most were Deleted for no reason. Well, this has to be the one they were deleted for no reason, because no one else really did what Molecule Man did before this. I don't, like, I don't think. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But then, like, people play so much Smoke Cloud, so much Free Barrier, so much Costed Barrier. It is wild. He also has Flight. He also has Stealth to block Line of Fire, and he has Outwit. And then, of course, he has Power Cosmic to let him try to, you know, keep using Costed Barrier every turn. So, Molecule Man is a legit pick. He's probably like the support figure that saw on the most teams. Yeah.
1: Uh, he does technically Latverian. have support powers. Um, he does. His at-wit is probably I the least you'll ever see his perplex. Unless something, not, weird, happened, no. but,
0: something really yeah. weird happens. Probably not, no. Something really weird happens. Let's see, maybe he uses his at-wit and Felix Faust uh, gets him for it. Oh, uh, there you uh, uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, Molecule Man's a legit pick. We And this is our first Molecule Man since two thousand seven, Avengers set first the Pog. dialed one, yeah, yeah. We technically one. got
1: one in the first Fantastic Four set, but it was a bystander. So,
0: so it's glad to have old Owen Reese uh, back in the fray, and I think he deserves this award. So hopefully that'll calm his chronic anxiety that he had. If you know the character, you know, but um, I think it's chronic anxiety. I think that's that's what I would always um, what he has. I'm sure.
1: He's got something bad going on. He's got something
0: the, wrong on in his noggin. Cage. Uh, next up, Simeon, we have best sculpts. Uh, sculpts this year, you know what? I will say one thing, good about the, the change, but this was the year where all of the figures, except for like the LEs and stuff, uh, were all the new scale, right? House of X was the first set with new scale. The rest of it's all been new scale uh, since then, I guess, except for Eternals. Um, right. It's every main big booster set was new scale this year. And eventually they started doing a lot with the new scale and it made obviously figures bigger. So cooler to look at since they were so big, I'm sure wonky with the rest of our collections, which is a little sad, but it ended up with like the, like you said, Wonder Woman, the ground and stuff on the dials. It's really, really cool. And effects they've added so Simeon, who was your vote for best sculpt of the year
1: yeah it was pretty hard there's some really solid super rares um some solid chases uh even like the rare slot had quite a few like really interesting dynamic poses and stuff um but i had to go with the figure that i think was the most unique so out of a out of a year where we had different bases and we had different uh, interesting figures and everything like that, really cool sculpts and stuff like that, I had to go from the X-Men Rise and Fall set. I had to go with the Ultra Chase Deadpool. Yeah. I yeah. So he's <laughs> it's literally a figure bursting out of a birthday cake. Uh, the bottom of the dial is a cake. So it's like a dial that extends beyond the part that turns and it's you know extra sized just to be more flamboyantly annoying and stuff um i have seen i've seen multiples of these in person the little cake token's really cute um the figure itself is pretty impressive it's honestly without the cake part it's just a normal deadpool sculpt but he's got like comic panel stuff going on behind him Uh, And then, like, just the whole color scheme and extra dial portion. And then the best part of this figure was probably that the LE uh, reused the sculpt so that it wasn't, you know, a $400 or whatever Ultra Chase. Um, And, you know, good or bad for people that pulled the Ultra Chase, it's just cool that all of us little guys got a piece of the pie, a piece of the cake, if you will. Yeah, (laughs) didn't plan that at all. But no, like because the the LE one is the same sculpt, just different colors. So yeah, I mean lumping them together. But I will say it's the Ultra Chase because that's
0: technically the first one we saw, I believe. Right. Just it packs that punch, that pink Ultra Chasey punch. It just it feels so good, so much better somehow. I don't know how. Feels good. Feels like money. Looks like money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it is really cool to like, not only a chase, but an ultra chase is also something that everybody can get a hold of. It is pretty dope. My favorite sculpt, and I think this is probably just because I pulled this figure, and I'd seen it before, and I was like, yeah, that's a really good sculpt. You know, and I, I kind of had my other vote ready, but I had pulled both figures that were in the running for best uh, sculpt of the year but i have to give it to uh big ol thor empire herald dial thor i'm you know not a thor fan by any means but when i pulled that sculpt i was like wow new scale new size this dude is humongous the like the lightning is cool the ravens are cool the translucent hammer is dope. The hair flowing is a bit much for my taste. I will say I'm, I can't say I'm the biggest fan of the hair flowing. That's a bit weird. Um, but it's I it's beautiful. Like I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and you know what? Mine even kind of broke on. I mean, can you say kind of? It broke on me. Like it has a weak point in the sculpt, which really sucks. Um, in like the lightning, but dang, is this lightning just beautiful? Like it makes me want to put a little light behind this thing you know and i'm i'm sad that i'm gonna probably definitely sell it or trade it but i mean like the flowing cape with the holes in it the little sparkly little stars on his clothes like this this sculpt is a beautiful it's immaculate i i anybody that's seen that sculpt in person and yeah dude harold thor is he's massive he makes good use of the size he's got the big birds the ravens look like turkey vultures next to him they're huge Uh, Probably the only bad thing is like his base doesn't add the most, just like some, you know, space rock or moon or whatever. Like the Thor sculpt is just, it's immaculate. Like it's cool. Like it's really freaking cool. The translucent hammer, the lightning around it, the just awe-inspiring, like amount of size it just takes up because it's so freaking big. Love it. Love that sculpt. Of course, other people also voted for a bunch of other sculpts. Uh, we had votes for things like King Shazam, Venom Magneto. Venom Magneto, of course, from the same set also has a really sweet sculpt. It's a lot, I think it's more slick. Um, And, oh, the winner last year was Venom Doctor Strange. And I've been free oh, to do this the entire okay. time. But normally I say the winner of last year as we go through the categories. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, I'll do that. Now, but first of all, just so we don't uh, hold up too much in what happened, but the best sculpt this year was voted on, and of course was King Shazam. In my opinion, I still think it should have went to Thor. It was really close. King Shazam mm-hmm. beat Thor by a vote. That King Shazam sculpt is amazing. Those lightning sculpts, Imagine man. People love it. Fewer people have seen
1: Herod <sighs> Thor compared to people that have seen King Shazam uh, in person, at least at this point. That would be my guess. Yeah, yeah. Thor's still fairly new, but no, that that King Shazam is very cool. Uh, it's just a much different sculpt, in my opinion. Um, it's like a very sinister little statue, whereas Thor seems more like an impose an imposing like force that you place on like the field. Uh, even yeah. if like his dial doesn't quite match, like his, no, he definitely no. looks like it. Uh, whereas like Shazam, Shazam, I'm like ah crazy little bat guy because he's crazy right yeah and he's like "Ooh, look how scary i am with my weird grin and my evilness i don't know
0: Not a um that but story. yeah That's like i said <laughs> yeah i mean i think past like they first introduced the batman who laughs it really went downhill because then it became like pushing a fan character and then just like putting in random you see villain zombie infected virus people. Um, yeah, but uh, to go over since I had was totally asleep at the wheel and I apologize for this guys, um, but to start with best set. Best set of 2020 was the Captain America set. The worst set of 2020 was the Black Widow movie set. Wow, best that
1: makes sense, set,
0: Yeah, does, I mean, yeah, like it didn't add a lot like besides Chase Black Widow right. and then her recruits. It added nothing and, else. Yeah. 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 Like, that was really about it. I still um, have
1: not seen anyone play Red Guardian, so. Uh,
0: that's true. but he's... understandable. <laughs> rough, man. Uh, even though he's, like, the one figure from that set I would want, just because I, I thought he was kind of funny. Uh, best support was a tie between Sharon Carter and Mary Jane. Uh, both legitimate, but I think we, we both know who the best support really was. Um Best main attacker went to Punisher War Machine. I think that's really solid. I mean, for 2020, yeah, I think that's pretty on point. I think it's that's have right. shifted because, I mean, for all the
1: same reasons, uh, most people would have voted uh, Emperor Gladiator instead of uh, right. Punisher War Machine. Like, it's a very similar figure. Uh, it seems like Sky Tyrant just for less points was just way more opposing
0: the beast dude yeah uh but now we can move right along to best generic of the year but we had a ton of generics though just thanks to wonder woman now wonder woman was picking up the slack that was future foundation and like house of x for generics so it was pretty nice of them to give us nine generics or whatever a lot we've played we played all of them but seven. i still can't yeah. remember them seven <laughs> goodness gracious i knew it was an odd number uh but if, you know shout out to Eddie candy though um and you know we had some yeah. cool generics yeah like so what was your what's your generic pick of the year simeon my generic
1: pick of the year um it was pretty tough because it was like pretty stout competition. Uh, but I had to go to, I had to give it to the Gorilla Knight. Um, so Gorilla Knight had close combat expert and toughness. And then, of course, improved movement for elevated. And it was the roll tag was sidekick. So it could get all the sidekick powers. Uh, the Animal Brute, Gorilla City, and Warrior keywords. And came in at a solid, cheap little 20 points for four clicks. Um, I think the toughness is probably part of like the thing that really put me over the top with them. The change to close combat expert, meaning any attacks were an eleven for three on top two clicks. Um, it was just in that set. It was one of the better generics, and then when coupled with some of like the different uh, captains, like Afar, um, some of the ones from Future Foundation, you can really make these Gorilla Knights like pretty imposing, and they're already pretty imposing, but then you slap on that real cheap 20-point price or twenty point price tag. Uh, you can, like, throw Chip in there and carry a ton of them around, and that's a team that I've made. I've made, you know, Talifar, Gorilla Grod, bunch of Gorilla Knights, Chip, and then I just carry my huge monkey army around and drop them off, and I'm like, try and hit them. Like, maybe you will, maybe you won't, but if you don't take care of a bunch of them, then you're going to have a real bad time next turn.
0: Gonna have a bad time. Uh, I also voted for a generic from Wonder Woman. I went to the Allied Soldier. I had a lot of fun playing the Allied Soldiers. Just cool generics. I like the generic just soldier. You know, I like the soldier keyword and little running shot, little enhancement. Never hurt anybody. Very solid little generic figure. And, you oh, know, it's definitely a good time. Oh, oh, it's, it's definitely. Oh no, Upwards it's of five damage. Damage. It's true. Uh and so, yeah, I had to go with them. You know, I love enhancement, love stacking that on soldier teams. High great day. You know, German soldier close second. Just getting both of them is really, really cool. You can play some like fun, like Axis and Allies type like battles, you know, which is hilarious. So that's just cool that we got like those kind of generics in it. So the voted for best generic of the year goes to. The Hellfire Club Guard. I mean, yeah, yeah. Fire clubs a beast, man. It's a
1: much different generic, but uh, for only five points more. Um, not like a ton of really good stats, but it you know five points more than the Wonder Woman ones. Doesn't have the sidekick uh, trait or keyword or whatever you want to call it, um, but they've got running shot, pen size, six range. That's I mean move move and attack solid attack value three damage can do pen damage and in our new benched powers world most of the time pen damage is going to deal damage to somebody uh and then on top of that um you can give people with the hellfire club keyword
0: mastermind so yeah, yeah it's pretty solid then the best generic of 2020 was the doom bots. I think that's a surprise to no one. I think we know no. those bad boys. Yeah, those guys were super still legit. They were going for like five to like eight bucks for quite a while. And now to get on to some categories that have persisted through the years, despite the fact I think they might be on their way out. It kind of depends. But we have uh, best fast forces slash starter set. We did actually have a lot, though. Um, every set of Eternals had a fast forces or a starter set. So every single set of the year did have. Something, which was cool. So, Simeon, what did you vote for? Uh, best Fast Forces or starter? For Best Fast Forces...
1: Um, we're not going with the figure yet. We're going with the actual... This is like the entire set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the actual entire thing. Whole... Um, <laughs> yeah. whole... Yeah. Uh, I went with the Wonder Woman 80th. So... Came with new rules, had map tiles, had maps, had objects, it had a bunch of different stuff, uh, had good campaign cards. Of course, you know, it's a starter, so it's cost, it cost quite a bit more than the Fast Forces. Um, and arguably, like the figures that you got were less playable than some of the other Fast Forces. But I think, as far as uh, bang for your buck, it was probably one of the better ones. And for some reason, everything in that had like stop clicks like,
0: uh, yeah, yeah,
1: Mary Shazam has a stop click. Uh, 40 point Wonder Woman has a stop click. Uh, 40 point Donna Troy has a start stop click. It was almost like everything. I don't know why they, they just slammed everything in that set with stop clicks. Even the 30 point Wonder Woman has a stop click. It's just stop combat reflexes, but still it's like, why that's, the yeah. 30 point cheetah. Stop. Yeah. All the like the cheapest figures I've ever seen with stop clicks all in one place.
0: Nice. Um, so what I had to go for for starter. Now I didn't buy any of these starters at all this year, to be blatantly honest. Um, I did, however, go with Empire, mostly because I think of people getting into the game, you know, I, if you're a DC fan, sure, you probably know like Cersei and Black Swan and Star Sapphire are um, but if you're like a super casual DC fan and you only watch like the animated movies and the normal movies I don't know half of the people are in the Roman Starter set sorry but you're just not um, however in the Empire set you can be a fairly casual Marvel fan if you just let's just say you're a casual Marvel fan and you only watch movies you're going to know who the majority of these like characters are in the set you're not going to know why Captain Marvel has Ronan's hammer. I don't even know why Captain Marvel has Ronan's hammer. <laughs> you won't even um, know that it's Ronan's hammer, probably. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess right? it looked pretty close know. in the movie, but... Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much... It's, like, the same. Dude looks, like, the same. Um, But, yeah. So, I had to go for Empire. Um, I really, really don't like the map tiles thing. I thought they would grow on me. I so don't. Like... Nobody takes those to tournaments, and they're so stupid to, like, set up and play and, like, get them flipped around the right way. I think that's so dumb. I don't know if they just want to make their – if if all they have to do is make it be able to fold out like Monopoly board. If Once the map tiles fold out like a Monopoly board, oh, I love them. I'll suck their toes, to quote <laughs> Simeon. We can cut – we
1: should probably cut that out. That was the Patreon-only um, uh, portion. I yeah, it really was that, that has never made it to the podcast. Oh what did it oh yeah. that's right, yeah. Shoot, think, man, we, 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 we chuck my toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that, was, man. that was
0: Patreon only I get blurred between what's like true dial H canon and then what's, <laughs> what's Patreon that. canon. At this <laughs> you know? point, we're pretty much doing most of the dial H canon just for the patrons. <sighs> oh, that's uh, so. That's no joke, isn't it? Another good plug for the Patreon though. But um yeah, I like the Empire Starter. Uh, however, the people voted and they all seem to agree that it has to go to the Wonder Woman eightieth anniversary starter set for the best starter set of the year. And the best starter set of twenty twenty was, to my chagrin, the Fantastic Four Cosmic Clash Starter Set. Yeah. Um, so yeah, makes sense. It all makes sense. It was a really good doom. So I mean it was.
1: It was. Yeah. That's I mean, honestly, I think that was the biggest selling point of that whole set was like really solid Doom, good maps.
0: Yeah, that's about it. People, people know my feelings on it. They've seen my feelings on that, on that starter set. Um Best fast forces or starter set figure. I think the idea of this category just kind of comes from most fast forces or starter sets, especially in past, it would be like there's like one you actually have to buy it for chaos War scarlet witch uh the mighty thor like hulk that is a little stompy quake thing uh penguin from the fast forces like i think there's just been a long whiz kids history where it's like the fast force is good this one figure it's really good and it's the only reason i buy our claire finn you know what i mean so that's kind of where this best ff like fast forces figure comes from Simeon. What do you think was the best Fast Forces figure of this year? And I, actually, I will say really quickly, there was no standout Clairefin, Penguin, no. no anything like that this year. So it, this year made it a little tough. There was no like, oh whoa, that Force Fast Force figure is freaking broken. Really, weren't or, any like,
1: one that was just clearly like way better than anything else in the set. Um, I will do like a shout out to the X Men Super Scroll for sixty points in the starter. Uh, the Rise and Fall starter, or not Rise and Geez, Empire um, starter. Let's see again. She has them. Charge, Running Shot, Blades, and Psychic Blast, uh, which is just a really fun combo for 60 points, being able to do all the stuff. Uh, but my vote was the 50 point uh, Invisible Woman from the Empire starter. So she's got Stealth, Flight, TK, and then a 19 defense with a special defense power that gives her. <laughs> barrier and defend and then friendly characters adjacent to one of invisible woman's barrier markers may replace their defense value with her printed defense value. And I just thought this was a, like a really solid 50 points. Um, I played a lot of the, the thing that was 50 points and had a 19 defend. And this Sue just fits on a lot of the same teams that I was playing for a lot of the same reasons. Plus she brings a TK and barrier to the table so, it just fills a lot of roles, and it's a really cheap economical piece. I really liked it. Okay, that's legit. That's
0: legit. However, and hear me out here. Forge. I uh, Forge is my man. I honestly had to look through all the Fast Forces. I've never played this Forge. I just had to look through ones that had, like, characters I liked and had, like, abilities that were legit. But, I mean, for 50 points, just by being on the board, he you gives your entire X-Men team plus one damage, In a world without perplexing damage anymore, that's pretty dang solid. Uh, Besides that, he's got a little bit of flight plasticity sidestep. Forge is a pretty legit little X-Men support figure, so I had to give my best Fast Forces figure uh, to Forge. Yeah,
1: he's definitely worth keeping in mind when uh, playing swap teams too with X-Men. Anything that's just like a blanket effect like that is pretty solid. Yeah.
0: And what did everybody vote for, however? Uh, they had to go for Star Sapphire. I believe she made it because, and I found this out when I was trying to make a cosmic team earlier this year, she is the cheapest, specifically, cosmic keyworded leadership um, to have. Obviously, five points less, there is, of course, uh, the team president of Prezor Card. But uh, Star Sapphire is the cheapest cosmic leadership. She has that stop click. She flies. Very Time solid all TK, around. Yeah. I said TK, like, yeah, a very legit figure for 40 points. So, no, I, uh, can't, I can't be mad at all. I think that's a solid win, and good job, Star Sapphire. You've not only won Hal Jordan's heart uh, and become clearly family member, but you've, uh, you've won the best Fast Forces figure of the year. And the Fast Force figure of last year was, I think this is also to no one's surprise, but Dr. Doom and Silver Surfer actually tied Uh, for best fast forces figure and i think that's really what people were buying cosmic clash for because i don't know anybody that talks or plays those versions of the fantastic four at all anymore (laughs) it's it's like dude that doctor doom is amazing and dope and that silver surfer is freaking awesome yeah next up is gonna be best chase set Uh, a lot of time chases have themes for chase sets. This year, we had the Many Faces of Doom. We had uh, alternate characters, I guess, is what we would call the theme for Empire. We had uh, the Warp Worlds from Rise and Fall. We had Random X-Men from Duff House of X. I honestly don't know X-Men. the theme. Yeah. Uh, and it's, then for Wonder Woman, yeah, so... we had two themes. We had Lanterns and we had the like infected Secret Six theme. So yeah. we had some House solid chase themes.
1: Chase theme was a weird mix of stuff that was already in the set. So like they, there's already Camara mutant Camaras in the set. And then we got chase Rasputin like, which is, that's like her whole thing uh, or their whole thing. I don't know. It's a like weird future person. Um, Right. No, the whole, the whole chase theme for house of X was pretty weird. And then uh, we got Krakoa, the, the living like, Skirt spreading, Blant man, whatever he's huh. doing, opening yeah. balls, yeah. Which, granted, cool figure, just uh, doesn't really fit any kind of theme. Um, no, the chase theme that I had to vote for, and I, I mean, I just think that it was pretty clear, in my opinion, was, uh, I guess, not so clear, but. Maybe it was the dooms. So, one of my favorite things for chases is when they've got unique bases. I really like the like the old Amazing Spider-Man chases because they've got all those unique bases. The Avengers Infinity chases, um, the old Invincible Iron Man ones, the Incredible Thor or Incredible Hulk ones, rather. Uh, All the different times where they. They like color code the bases and make them unique. And so the Doom chases, not only are they all really unique, really interesting takes on a single character. So there is like a definitive theme and it's pretty interesting and cool. Um, They all work together, which is something that we don't always see with the chases. And then they've all got the cool color coded bases. Now their bases are pretty bland. They're just green, but it's still cooler to see that than like just the plain black, which a lot of chase sets get stuck with.
0: No, I completely forgot that they were the only chase set to have colored bases this year. That is honestly a very strong, like besides being all really cool chases, I think ever chase is like all one character. It's like, that's to me is like the best type of chase set. It's all one character. It's all crazy alternate versions. It's all a popular character. That's what I like. I totally forgot they had colored bases. That is, that was huge when we I remember when we saw the picture of DJ Doom with like all the other figures, and it's like, whoa, he's got a green base. He's got a green base. The base chase colors are back, and that is really cool. I totally forgot about that. I just reliving that nostalgia from a year ago ish. Um, that is sweet. However, I did vote uh, for the lanterns. I, I really like the lantern set. They look really pretty and colorful. the The rainbow of lanterns that they make. I mean, if you also include one of the other green ones or oh, no, I guess not Jessica Cruz is there. So like, yeah, yeah it's like it's really cool. Like they make a, a beautiful uh, little Roy G Biv going on with the colors and everything, which is great. Um, you know, no white, no black, which is a bit of a shame. But besides that, like, dude, the lanterns are such a cool, such a very cool chase theme. Uh, they, all the constructs are neat. No, everything is really sweet. Hal Jordan is there. He's, I mean, he's there, um, and it's great. Like it, the lantern chases are just really cool. They all look really pretty next to each other. They all have the really cool, um, base that has the lantern core symbol for their each core on it, which is really sweet. Uh, so that's why I had to go with the lantern chases. They're just very sweet. They're very simple. They're very cool. Very colorful sculpts. But the best chase team uh, did win, and it was really close between Dooms and Secret Six. Uh, but Pulling the lead with one. One vote goes to the many faces of Doom. The shifting Doom tra- chases. Uh One. And I will say, you know what? They do chases so well. We got the colored bases. I totally forgot about that. They are all played together very well. To be fair, Secret Six are also all played together. Um, in a, for the yeah, most part, In a slightly different but, way, but yeah. In a different way, yeah. Sideline versus main force type stuff. But, yeah, dude. Like, Dooms are legit, and I think they definitely deserve the uh, the W for best chase theme of the year. A best chase theme for 2020, however, was ah, the Fantastic Fours. So that would be the uh, Fantastic Family, I believe, one. Oh. So that'd be like Goddard Bird Doom. That's, you know, it's kind of weird to think about because you're like, I thought we when had you think, better
1: chases that year.
0: Right? Because <laughs> when I think of 2020, I think. Spider-Man chases. Yeah, and it's wild that they lost somehow. That's I think that's yeah. probably I mean, the weirdest thing is seeing what won. I do like the
1: the Battle World, like mostly Battle World uh, kind of thing to it. But then we also just had like the Maker who. Yeah. I mean, I guess no like, he he was guy in Battle World, made him, but, but man, like just kind of a weird slot. Like he would I would have much preferred. If they had made um, Molecule Man as like one of the chases, and the Maker was just like a super rare in the set or something, they could have still made it like the Battle World one, the one that shows up at the end of Battle World. But no, I, I guess that's a legit chase theme. They are almost all like main Battle World characters, uh, with like the exception of Maker only really being like a Deus Ex kind of thing towards the end. Right. But, yeah, that, I, I guess that's fine. I still don't think it's as cool as the Spider-Man ones, but that's probably oh what I voted for was probably the Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah. ones.
0: Uh, next up is going to be Best Shared traits. Ah, I love this category. Best Shared Trait is such a cool idea for a yeah. category. I think we're, like, the only people that do it. But there were all sorts of crazy traits that, like, came out this year. A lot of people voted for things that weren't traits uh, like Rally, Captain and Sidekick. Just so oh, you guys sure. know, those are not traits. <laughs> um, we had a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there tags. was like the role tags. Exactly. Um, we had dope, really dope stuff. So an empire. I honestly cannot think of a single shared trait. Not going to lie. So I'm going to skip it. Oh, uh, symbiotic fusion. The weird oh, yeah, uh, yeah. super senses instead of shape change. Right. We had. um is gracious what else do we have the constructs were traits uh, the shifting focus many faces of doom was a shared follow-up, trait amongst people uh, follow up is a trait follow up okay. uh, and salvage are both traits which are specifically traits right um, recruiter is a trait uh, but we don't have a recruiter yet but we have one re- no, we do not a recruiter yet hmm. uh, but yeah follow up is a trait that was from empire um, an empire specific like trait so yeah we had all sorts of traits traits that were even specific mechanics in the game but yeah, so Simeon, what was your yeah. best trait of I'll 2021? The the traits,
1: as much as I think the Eternals movie figures are bad, the traits <sighs> are actually pretty good. It did have um, good traits. It's sad yeah. that they didn't. Uh, so yeah, I I kind of I I mean there's there's solid stuff throughout the different rarities, but man, I just really had to give it to the Secret Six uh, from Wonder Woman because. Their whole – so I'm a huge fan of, like, the starting part of, like, the power, which is just – or the trait, which is just outwit. And then uh, any of the characters, they modify attack plus one when attacking one or more characters with a shared keyword. They've all got monster. They've all got, like, interesting selections of keywords. And then if there are six or more friendly characters with the secret six keyword on your force, opposing characters can't use protected outwit or safeguard outwit, which is just real awesome. I don't think it got played as often as I expected it to. I really thought people would like bring big secret six teams, like, well, seven or six figures at least. But um, no, just besides that, you have so much outwit on a secret six team if you just play... A couple of them. Uh, anytime you play like a yeah. monster team, if you throw Scarab, Sky Tyrant, uh, Commissioner, any of those figures on your team, you have outwit from all of them because they all have it traded, and then yeah, they get plus one attacks and um, when attacking characters with their keywords. So no, I just I thought it was a really fun keyword. It almost was as good as like the. Um, the other Secret Six or like Sinister Six keyword ones from uh, Sinister Six would have been uh, what was that set? Um, Earth X, Harley Quinn and the Gotham Girls. Yeah, Earth. Oh, X you mean and, Syndicate? Oh, yeah, yeah. Syndicate and uh, yeah, whatever. Secret the, Six, uh, Secret Six, Harley six Quinn and, and the Gotham Harley Girls. Quinn, yeah. yeah, both of those were really fun. It was if you have exactly six figures, then you get plus one stats, and then it also gave you like stealth and stuff. But yeah. I just, I like traits like that where they kind of shoehorn you into playing thematically, even if like it's not necessarily in your best interest. It like really benefits you to do that. Um, it does kind of suck that they were all chases except for what the Giganta Prime. Gigances, was the one. yeah.
0: Or both <sighs> of them, yeah. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. I will say that's probably the reason that, you know. Sp- Oh, spoiler alert, by the way. anyway, I'm just so going to cut that. Cause <laughs> it's been will... two weeks. Hey, okay, I'll stop making more work for you than I absolutely have to, Simeon. I'm sorry. Um, I would leave it
1: in, but I, I know that for sure that there's like one person that's like, I listened to your podcast and I trust you not to spoil things. Everyone knows that I have to save up for three weeks
0: to go see the new Spider-Man movie. Don't have $11. Uh. Alright. My favorite trait, though, was Construct. I feel like traits, a lot of times people will forget about them. If they don't happen right away at the beginning of the game, there might be a turn or two that you just don't get the use out of a trait, or you totally forget about a trait. Um, so it's like just never use it. However, when it's a Construct, always using these. Like, you got that bad boy sitting on your sideline. You're dying to use this Construct. Are you kidding me? So the Construct trait was cool, and also because it brought us these cool Construct bystanders that we never had before, so I'm super thankful for the Construct shared trait. Uh, but yeah. The yeah. best trait, however, went to... And this was actually, once again, it was really close. Actually, Construct, Secret 6, and Many Faces were all relatively competing for it. But pulling ahead, once I got all the votes calculated, was the Many Faces of Doom. It got a, a whopping amount Really push through to the end there. It kinda of makes me sad uh, because home. all that trait is is just swap.
1: It's just it's really trading just swap. dooms. I mean, it works really good, so I guess if people were voting in that regard, I understand. Um but man, it's it's no mutant CIA, it's no, you know, uh any of like the other cool like shared traits. It's just I can switch out with a different Doom. Right, and you own $500 worth of dooms, so you do probably do
0: that. Look at my sideline, yeah. yeah. The best trait of 2020 went to Justice League Unlimited. Solid, solid trait. Yeah. I think that, uh, that makes sense. That makes Simple sense. trait, but when playing a Justice League theme team, very solid. Uh, so, before we get into best overall and worst overall, I do have a little fun category. Which uh, will probably have to be changed next year, but it is best Thursday Throwdown thumbnail. So in 2020, Simeon and I, uh, for those that don't remember Thursday Throwdown, we made the Thursday Throw or really Simeon's idea, uh, made the Thursday Throwdown series where we started from the beginning of Hero Clicks and played every single big booster and sometimes not even big booster sets against each other. We played basically every single main hero. We did play every single main Hero Click yeah. set. Yeah. Um, and we did it throughout the ages. We we made up our own ages, and one of them even ended up becoming Silver Age, which is really cool. So thank you, um, Yeah, You're welcome. I mean, I should say you're thanks. welcome, Wizkids. Yeah, thanks for listening to our idea. Yeah. Um, but we had, uh, you know, the popular thing about the Thursday Throwdown is that we do closet, I'll just be nice and say closet cosplays of characters uh, yeah. to get them done. I'll call them budget-friendly.
1: Um, um, budget-friendly, yeah. If you haven't looked at these at all, Uh, I'm pretty sure the Instagram link to our Instagram is in the the show notes, but um, yeah, you can find us pretty easily. If you type in Instagram.com slash all one word, not, not that, uh, but slash dial H four F O R hero clicks slash like that. That's it. That's all. It's just our name after the, the Instagram.com just slash our name. Um, pretty simple and if you haven't seen these man i get a chuckle every time because you can see where like i started to go off the deep end <laughs> it started off like we were just like oh we'll just pose and like be like kind of fighting and then i it was critical mass i played uh the colossal galactus and i was like oh it'll be fun to put like his helmet on and so i just photoshopped it on and then right. uh mutant mayhem versus ultimates i was like oh i I own like a Wolverine outfit, so I'll just do that. And then uh, slowly it became more <laughs> and more warped uh, until Origins, where I went
0: full bald cap. And then, uh, yeah. I, still, one of my favorites, though, is The Caps in Cold. Yeah. Like sinister versus <laughs> Collateral Damage is so it's good. Solid. The, the full bald cap was wild in 2020 with Ghostly Pale Cyprian. <laughs> Full bald cap with
1: Uh my hair is very brown very reddish brown and getting it to go that color of white took a lot of flour so um luckily i didn't have to go out in that but uh starting off 2021 the very first set that we did a thursday throwdown for was uh x-men xavier school
0: versus avengers infinity is that right yeah. Yep. And well, so if people don't know, you can tell by the thumbnails, but we're not cosplaying just the character. We are specifically cosplaying at Sculpt. Right. Just so fun. So you know, let's do a little little trip down memory lane for some of the more notable ones. Simeon, you you were Professor Xavier. Uh you're both <laughs> we were both title characters, I guess, yeah, actually, for this which is cool.
1: Probably two of the worst title characters that have been made as of um, yeah, Xavier yeah. and what was pacifist captain america is that uh, what his name was he has
0: principles
1: so it's principles. principled. oh yeah, yeah. You. and dreamer x-men xavier whatever his name yeah. is <laughs> something yeah. like that um so yeah notably in like the the very 90s animated series hovering wheelchair um yes. complete with green suit and my version of cerebro uh
0: and then calder's Oil. got
1: his very
0: very uh realistic space helmet it's, on. it's very gen- yeah so i've got a plastic tub on my head for a space helmet and then used i tried to cut images of bubble wrap with the inside of my captain america shield to look like it was being it doesn't look that way at all but um i was trying to get that throw effect in there it didn't it didn't translate mm-hmm. as well as i hoped. Yeah. Boosh. Uh, then um, we
1: got into, like, indie territory,
0: which was really yeah for these. All but... of, basically, almost all of this year was, was all indie, which is some of the best costumes and lowest viewed videos of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, pretty, I think our first sad, but... really good indie one, like, as much as I I love TMNT versus Star Trek, I think we both know we phoned it in real hard uh, on that one. The Horta, um, yeah. Horta, Uh, I I really like Lord of the Rings versus Halo is really fun to try to get like and some scarring images of Simeon's face rudely put on a box. (laughs) I really liked Assassin's Creed and versus Gears of War. Yeah, that's that's one of my
1: favorites for sure. (laughs) It's Um, good. Yeah, like those ones were that you can see sometimes like they weren't always both on point. Sometimes like Calder really nailed it. Sometimes I did. Uh, but that's one where, like, I think we both uh, look equally ridiculous. But it's fun. Yeah. Uh, what Iron is... Maiden and
0: Kick Arse Oh, okay. It's so, also really solid. I will say this right now: that is my pick for our best Thursday Throwdown thumbnail of okay. the Iron Maiden versus Kick Arse As like, I I did the special little fonts, but even besides that, he nailed the poses. You look hilarious. <laughs> Your upper body looks five <laughs> times bigger than your legs it's I was so trying funny. to lean your,
1: forward like your... uh, like he is in the pose and instead it just made my legs look tiny and then yeah oh, my torso so looks funny huge.
0: um and then i had a really great fun trying to recreate the iron maiden uh like british soldier guy uh trying to get like his pose down felt like jojo posing almost and like the weird way i had to contort my body to get it all in like the picture frame but like that's probably one like that is my favorite of the year we had we had some good ones lone ranger i cracked up when i see when you sent me your version (laughs) and you made your head as big as theirs are
1: notably from the lone ranger a four figure set that came in a gravity feed um they all had like ginormous bobbleheads for some reason uh, I think it was just to get the detail of Arnie Hammer in there. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Let's see. I did like the, the yu gi Oh one. one. I thought it was a lot of <laughs> fun. The Exodia cards? Yeah, the Exodia so, and cards and you can't the Buster tell. Blader. Uh, Gate,
0: um, Gate Guardian, thank you yeah, very much. sure. Um, <laughs> so, like, you can't tell at all, because, like, the Flare washes like, washes it out. But I, like, did my best to recreate the insignia of Gate Guardian's like forehead piece, and I taped it to my head, and he, I, I don't know. I still have it. I don't know why I have it, but I do. Um, I cracked up my idea of Earth-X versus Batman. I quite literally wore a white shirt with a black suit with a black tie, and then I was Negative Man, and then I just made a negative of it. It was I thought that was cheeky and hilarious, so I enjoyed... Doing the negative for that one, um, I think Rebirth versus Battle Worlds. Can we agree that's our our worst? Uh, just that so one bad. was pretty fun.
1: So I mean, <laughs> so I bad. can't remember what else I played in Battle World. I just remember having like zero chance of being able to like pull anyone oh. off, except yeah. Chase Stein, who's just a dude in like hipster clothes. So yeah, yeah, that one was good for you though. because yeah, yeah that's my yeah. closet. It's your closet. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, all your clothes. Star Trek versus Regenesis was... I So I already have a Gambit-ish outfit, but the Gambit in this set has like weird white features to his clothes, so I just... Yes. So much of my outfits was just paper towels or toilet paper uh, that I then colored. So this is quite literally just black pants with toilet paper wrapped around to look like I've got I don't know, white features on it. And then... Uh, yeah. I was holding my, like I have a stick. Uh, what was it? My cane. And I put a piece of cloth on it to look like his little charge swing, but I was holding it wrong. So I Photoshopped it to like point downwards, even though my hands are still like holding it upwards. So (sighs) definitely didn't make sense. And then you excellently recreated Rikers mirror Rikers. Uh, Uh, yes. Weird. looking thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. With my,
0: uh, Dremel drill press <laughs> thing that I had so yeah and then I mean a very simple one that I thought looked like we did solid was Captain America versus JLU uh, mine was oh, very simple oh, yours yeah. the bucket trash can for a head for Dr. Fate just cracks me up this one took so You're long big, to try Dude, and get her, like the fate big... diaper, <laughs> <I left.
1: laughs> the doctor so fate diapers so bad, and then just trying to get his collar popped, trying to get that effect <laughs> is yeah. just like a shirt with a piece of cardboard in it behind my head, um, yeah. and the helmet doesn't even cover my mouth. It's just oh no, it's just beard. a bucket that I put eyes on, Uh and then yeah, uh. very very solid finish to the year, which. Uh, was Fantastic Four
0: versus didn't, definitely didn't phone in our finish no. uh, at all.
1: So this was uh, Calder's unboxing uh, seventeen seventy six <laughs> right. Spider Man
0: Miles Morales eighteen seventy Miles Morales, yeah, okay. Miles, Miles
1: yeah. yeah. and then uh, just once again me in the the morph suit with uh, a lot of
0: Photoshop effects going on. A lot so... of Photoshop. Yeah. Um, but. I so mean, so I said my 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 favorite is Iron Maiden versus Kick Arse. What was your favorite? I mean, so, we went yeah, over all I of them. Actually, did uh, vote for
1: Assassin's Creed versus Gears of War. Ah, it's such a good one. That's um, <laughs> just one of my favorite ones for sure. Uh, we did. Oh man, I don't even think on our Instagram we don't have the all the Star Trek Tactics ones. But those ones were that, equally yeah. terrifying because yeah. they were all
0: really bad. So Simeon's first Star Trek Tactics, he just photoshops his face all over like a ships. dozen times. So painful. So then I get it the next time, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. So instead, I just I Photoshop a hat on, and I just realized I'm wearing my black hat kind of a lot in this like early on this uh, last year, and like there was recently someone at Discord was like. Oh, call just wearing a black hat. What's going on here? But I'm like, I wore it for both Future Foundation unboxings, had it in quite a few Thursday Throwdown thumbnails. Yeah, wore, I've got a winter hat. I was wearing my winter hat quite a lot. Yeah. And then, but then I actually just, just put my hat on the Enterprise, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> so I was I was always down for that. Um, but when everybody voted, I love this trip down memory lane. It almost makes me want to almost almost makes me want to. Uh, do some more Thursday throwdowns. And we might, if there are people that really want it. Um, but the winner is Lord of the Rings versus halo. Uh, you are master chief sliding down.
1: Yeah. It's a supposed to be face. like
0: sliding down a
1: rock face. Um, for that I, one, I laid yeah. in my basement doorway. Okay. So okay. like I'm my hands against like the wall. That's like the, the rock I'm sliding down. Um, I took a like I think it was a 12 pack of beer and fashioned that Sounds into right. the Sounds best right. type of helmet that I could. Uh but the best part was once I did that it like it pushed my face too far away so you couldn't see my eyes or anything. So I just photoshopped a different picture of my face into the gaps which make my head look <laughs> way too big and just like completely yeah. fills up the area. Um it's that's actually the, the horrifying effect. Perfect. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it looks like it's like green screen, like weird green effect, but that's just a yeah. piece of construction paper I put on my chest oh, because okay. I didn't have enough green. So it, it turned out looking very like photoshopped in that part, but that's 100% real. real. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Strange. Um, strange. I genuinely don't remember what I am. I am some weird cloak mouth of Sauron. Percent- of sauron is that what it is is that maybe it's one of those things um, it's like the mouth this, or ear yeah. you know i'm not gonna say this is my greatest one i can't believe it got a, a two votes but that's okay um it was fine like i think i i mimicked the pose it was pretty easy pose to mimic and i've got like i remember how i tried to make his weird crown but i had like i think probably just a gray shirt on my head and then like a water bottle or something inside of it to sort of get that weird unicorn like <laughs> effect that he's got going so on so many crowd. of these outfits are just can we
1: like can it work long enough to get a picture right. to get but a picture like it's, it's not cosplay yeah none of these, yeah, these would have been able to like actually go into a convention with it right. would have instantly disintegrated but yeah it's a lot of them just were just like a i can hold this long enough for a picture uh especially like the doctor fate one that's one where if yeah. I moved at all a lot of it just started falling apart
0: I you know a favorite of mine was my Gandalf the white where I have a my paper towel beard the first time I used paper towels in my uh, my construction so I, I was a big fan of that or the uh, Captain America versus Wolverine the XTPS versus ABPI um I have a big red towel that I'm holding above for Captain America's like outlet blast I find very funny. Um, but yeah, uh, it went to uh, Lord of the Rings versus Halo. So next year, I don't know what this category is going to be. We might do favorite YouTube video that we did of the year. You know, I me remember Clicksbusters? That was a that, good one. Yeah, was, was a fun that video? This year? That was that was yeah, that was this year. Okay, that was twenty twenty one. Um, someday was solid. we'll work
1: through all the. History channel and like every media that's been yeah. made will do a version of it all. Yeah, I can't wait for a video. Are yeah. oh, Where we just like I say go, that? go to but, some
0: house and, clicks and get like funny. really excited about stuff. You know what? You know what, Simeon? Got this from the episode. We're doing that. That's funny. <laughs> that, that's, I like that. All right. I just can't uh, wait legit. till,
1: uh, what is it? Uh, Desperate clicks, wives, or
0: something. Oh, that's not <laughs> History Channel, though. Where
1: it's just a bunch of History like classy people that play hero clicks, getting into fights over mimosas yeah. or something.
0: God can only be on so many TV shows Simeon. he's a busy man. That's true. That's true. Um, that's true. so worst overall, best overall. Worst overall to me is a figure whose sculpt is bad and boring, whose dial is bad and boring, maybe overcosted. Have to be, but I think overcosted comes in with just being bad. So, first overall, what do you think in Simeon?
1: For me, so, yeah, I I went with. Not only is this figure overcosted, this figure took a super rare slot away from us. Um, not only was like the sculpt very bland. Uh, the super rare slot is usually reserved for more interesting sculpts. And so, not only was this a bland super rare sculpt, this was actually a absolute resculpting and just repainting of a uh, rare in the same set. Um, the the traits and powers are like better done in other places. It's just kind of a joke piece, in my opinion. Probably like one of the least excited things I've ever pulled. And hero clicks, and that is uh, from the House of X North. So this is the the same sculpt as the rare Magneto. He's the one in the green suit. Uh, he's got the mutant chimera ability or trait, um, and that's when you use the X Men team ability to heal another character. This turn, that character's attack value becomes twelve. Very strange, but cool. Uh, when another character used the X-Men team ability to heal north, this turn his attack and damage values become equal to that character's printed values. Less cool, because that's usually not great if you're taking an action to swap attack and damage powers, or attack and damage values. Um, and then he's got traded telekinetic shielding, which is energy shield deflection... When he is targeted by a non-adjacent character for that attack, you may choose that he can't use energy shield deflection and instead increases the result of his impervious and super senses roll by one. Uh, so he's got 150 point dial. Once again, one of the most bland super rare sculpts I've ever seen. Uh, almost no effects to it but he's got a 150 point dial and a 75 point dial for 150 points you get 7 clicks with that special defense that is impervious super senses and then you can you have ESD and you can choose to yada yada change it and then he's got uh, shape change at 150 Um, an 11 for 4 just not great stats nothing super crazy Um, some TK running shot mind control that kind of stuff And then for 75 points, you get the same, but with like worse stats and only 4 clicks of life. No stop clicks, nothing super great for 150 points. Now, he has the same exact split as all of the Doom chases, 150 and 75. He is infinitely less usable, in my opinion, than either of them. Uh, He has a lot of interesting flavorful stuff, but between the bad sculpt and just the fact that we have so many things at the same point value with the same kind of keywords, but better. It's just this thing just did not hit any of the boxes for me. It missed every single one. That is a
0: very big, well-thought-out explanation. So I, I also, hope...
1: Yeah, I also hate anything that is 150 points or more and doesn't have some form of protected outwit, especially top dial. It's so like I can just... Like, he can choose to, like, use his telekinetic shielding to increase his impervious and super sensor, but then I can just outwit his defense power and he has neither now. So it's Yeah. It's sad.
0: Is what I'm gonna say. Still sad. Depressing almost. Clinically depressing. Um I honestly was like thinking of some figures going over a few tossed around in my head a lot of bad figures like good figures who's the worst the worst you know, some are bad some aren't unplayable though um i ended up i uh, saw what a lot of a figure that was it was already getting the most votes but i i was in a kick it while it's down type mood yeah. so i voted for venom cyclops <laughs> and screw that guy hey, venom cyclops sucks dude he looks dumb he looks stupid and I believe he's the first venom that i had to talk about in the entire video, and it was just downhill from there. Yeah, because you talked about all of them, but like one of the last All of them, but Wolverine. So, yeah. I talked about all the stupid Venom X-Men. Almost all of them. I was like, you know what? I hate them. I hate the X-Men, and their Venom gimmick is bad. He's bad. His ESD is counterproductive to his trait, uh, which is really stupid. Yeah, which is also counterproductive to his whole Range-based
1: powers.
0: Range-basedness, yeah. yeah. So,
1: also, a, bad design, a special bad attack figure. power should give you more than just knockback. That is knockback. so lame. Like, super strength oh. also would give him knockback. But he just has plain knockback. He's got worse than standard power
0: power. True. True. Um. So, yeah. And everybody agrees with Calder, which is how I like it. Uh, everybody voted that Venom Cyclops is the worst overall figure of 2021. Goodness. Uh, the worst overall figure of 2020 was Justice League Unlimited Superman, uh, which also makes sense because it oh. was very boring. I think for I 100 remember points. going on, was it like episode 300? I
1: think yeah, it was 300. 300. We were <laughs> reviewing that. And I went on quite a long rant about how how bad he is for 100 points. Yeah. To be fair, he doesn't
0: take pushing damage anymore, which was one of my biggest gripes about him. So I was Probably the biggest thing people didn't like about him was that he was 100 points and he got willpower on the back half of his dial. Now it's not so much a problem, so probably wouldn't be the worst figure of 2020 anymore. But uh, in my heart, he always will be, because Superman is just <clears throat> the worst. Trey-ish. Next up is best overall figure of 2020. This so... to me encapsulates year <laughs> vibe. That should be great, sc- like opposite of worst, right? Great sculpt, um, really good dial, really fun to play, cool mechanics, just like everything you want from a figure. Yeah, I I'm taking like mostly sculpt into
1: account. Um, this was a figure that was not super easy to get, still pretty expensive. Uh, doesn't bring a ton to the table competitively, but at the same time has like a lot of options and workarounds and it also can be a really fun casual piece. and uh, that is the something that really en- encapsulates 2021. and I think that's the you know the year where everyone was full
0: come. Abominous. Ah, <laughs> oh, there it is. I think so. I mean, uh, I think I think you you could say if you want to say like encapsulate year. I think it's like, welcome or it's like. This is a very abominous meals. year. Yeah. Abominous year. Well, I mean, you either had a full. Those were, those were our big. Year. Gosh! Please stop. Should, should have so have painful.
1: Oh, Let me but... read my Cast fanfic real quick.
0: No, 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 no! Please, no, no. Um, no. Yes, he he was the biggest sculpt. Was he the coolest? Yeah. Um uh, But, dang, is he? Is he? I would say he's a solid. People were chasing him like crazy for a while. I mean, for all of Wonder Woman and everything, you know. The bite by the case it was like, yo. I hope it's a. Whatever shipping notice, because that means it's a Fulcum, you know. uh, Like, that was pretty cool.
1: FedEx, I think, was the one that dropped off all of them. Um, Yeah, three team abilities, uh, four point values to be played at. Of course, most of the time, going to be played at the 25 point line where uh, the whole retal is um, blah, blah, blah. Place Fulcum so that. It can make a close attack targeting the chosen character, then do so. The target can't use defense powers. This attack, which is like the whole Surter or like anyone else that has gotten bypassed defense powers, Um, skips right through stops and stuff like that. It's a real fun, interesting uh, retal. But on top of that, uh, playing this guy at like 285 is really solid because he's got hypersonic. He's got a 20 defense, 5 damage prob. Plus he's got stealth, which is awesome for two by twos if you can ever get it to work. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just a fun figure and it's a really cool sculpt. Uh, out of all the figures this year, I think it's one of the most dynamic. Um maybe not the most dynamic, but it's
0: a very dynamic sculpt. Yeah. Est overall for me is is really, really tough. And this is a this is an incredibly biased. Make no doubt in your mind, this is super duper incredibly biased, but there has yet to be even a Captain America, even a Captain America, there's yet to be a hero figure on the planet that has made me feel the way I do. About the Ultimate Warrior, I mean, just the the shining beacon, glimmer of hope that was the Ultimate Warrior was really, really cool. Uh, the sculpt is great. He stands really tall, uh, so he looks tall next to WWE characters, and he doesn't look totally out of scale next to new scale characters, which is kind of interesting. Um, so he's just huge, I guess. You know, like, and Warrior is tall, but I mean, he looks like really well made for being at you know a twenty. 19 or 2020 ish made figure looks really good at the new scale which is really awesome his dial is really long it's really fun he does uh, i think if his whole uh clothesline effect the light his lightning speed you can do it for tw- like twice right if that was a uh, uh at no cost yeah. Then he would be like a meta figure. Dude, if he, if like, then I would be like, without a doubt in my mind, he's definitely the best overall. He's like the, the new vulture, but it's ultimate warrior. That's a thousand times cooler yeah, than not even the normal vulture. It's not even a signature
1: move.
0: It's just his
1: top dial speed power. So you can grand entrance yeah. and then to that and do it. It's Pretty so fun. cool.
0: So yeah, getting to move up whatever it is, 10 squares, being an 11 for 4, and then lightning speed twice. Uh, which is 3, so he has 13 square reach from his just to the start, which is dope. Um, And he moves 2 squares after a lightning speed, so he can, theoretically, if there are people to hit, go 20 square, go like almost all the way across the map, be on the outside of your opponent's starting area, if there's targets, which is really, really cool. Uh, So the ultimate warrior, you know, I cosplayed the ultimate lawyer and went down to Gen Con, bought as many as I possibly could. I've just had a blast playing him I think this is like what a figure should be, where you don't feel like a jerk when you play this figure, and you can play it every single week. You can even try to like play competitively. It's got a great sculpt. It brings to me great energy. So, uh, very specific. I know very biased, but my figure of the year's got to be Ultimate Warrior. Uh, this one was a tie, and for a second there, there was a tie against two other figures. Then we got a vote for one figure's favor. And then as we started the show, we got another vote for another figure uh, that then ended up tying it again. So I think both these characters, uh, not the characters themselves, but these figures are iconic to 2021. So I think they should feel okay sharing it. Um, For best, for like sculpt wise, I think both are a fair enough sculpt, one probably more so than the other, but they both have unique sculpts, which is really cool. And then dial-wise, they both see a ton of play because they are both really cool. Both do very unique things that we've not seen before. Um, and it is a tie between Molecule Man and Blackheart. Uh, Molecule Man was a bit okay. weird. We, we had some strange guesses. There was a lot of votes for, like, Mimic. He had a vote for Green Lantern. There was a vote for some of the Dooms, but it ended up being uh there's a vote for Flash. I think Flash is a great vote.
1: Yeah, uh, for figure would of make the year. A
0: ton of sense for this year. Like, oh, definitely right. Uh, with his changing in like, everything, the meta changing of like his price, how that went yeah, one that way to the other, rugged, which is wild. Yeah. So yeah, but no, dude. I think the rough part about best overall. So many people have crazy best overall picks. And there's so many good figures to choose from, that, you know, even though there might be one iconic figure that I, you know, we can all probably say stands out or speaks to this year more so than the rest, people still have their own picks. And Molecule Man, is just a weird best overall pick for me because he's like, you know, he won the support category, yeah. Uh, and so you kind of think of it as a support figure. It is a good so, sculpt. Um,
1: it is. He's I think if you uh, around. if you want to talk about like point for point. Something that probably shifted the meta the most this year, I understand Molecule Man getting the vote. Because he, for 30 points, just brings so much barrier, so much power um, to any team. Uh, You don't even really need theme team with him, but you can do like Cosmic or Latveria or whatever. Um, I don't think he has Latveria, but you can sneak him on with the whole Doom shenanigans and stuff. But, yeah, he's, he just has so much potential to absolutely shut down certain people on certain maps and stuff like that. And then Blackheart is an amazing sculpt, an awesome mechanic, works both casually and competitively, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, he makes one of the more, well, I guess the best generic of this year as per the votes. He makes them way more right. interesting. and Like, he brings them in. So it doesn't surprise like me that's... that people
0: voted for that, too. It's a really unique thing. I mean, and no one else has. I don't think anyone else has done that. The weird activation clicks for generics. No. I don't right? think. Turning we've them seen into it. demon spawn. Uh, like, that's so. That's neat. There might be. There might be somebody. Maybe like a maybe parademon not, or something
1: old. I, I can't uh, remember. Yeah. There's maybe. definitely generics but, with
0: separate clicks. There's some legit stuff. It, like werewolves so, or something. That's a fair enough tie for best overall. Best overall last year. So if you would have asked me for best overall. In my opinion i think it probably should have went to ged god emperor doom because he to me like encapsulated 2020 he was like the figure to have in 2020 which is i think like was your line of thinking simeon with Folcom. he was yeah. like the figure to try to get like I th- so that's why i kind of agree like him or like um flash are very like I, th- I honestly it blows my mind that flash didn't win uh we gotta have more votes and that's what i'm gonna say to everybody if you were upset about anything that won or didn't win in different categories um Make sure, to vote next year. We put them on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, and our Discord. So for Patreon members. So, but best overall for last year. And I will say this was also kind of this character's year um, because it wasn't until like the way, way end did he get erratic. So it was sort of his year. But best overall was seventeen se- Spider Man 1776. Uh, a little wild to think about. I, I imagine he probably got my vote. Um, but like, what a. What a weird thing to think about now in current day where you know he does just, just doesn't see play at all. But last year he was, you know, the rage. Taking away actions was the the hotness, you know. And it still kinda is, you know, all caps doom exists, but like yeah, seventeen seventy six he was unique, he was a chase, he had a cool sculpt, it was fun, uh, and he did really cool stuff. So it makes sense. Yeah. They had to fix that him. is did have to fix him. Sadly, just like my dog, they had to fix him. Jeez um any that's at least they didn't put them down that's right see that was lighter note um (laughs) but now this is my favorite category uh we step away from (laughs) no don't bring back the mood no not the 12 dog days of euthanasia uh all right that is just hero clicks figures and sets and stuff that's just mechanics those are plastic figures let's talk about the people that make this game what it is this is time for the dial age for hero clicks crowning of the super fan of the year super fans mean a lot they mean a lot to us they're people in the dial H community that interact with Simeon and i a lot they they comment on videos they share videos with friends they you know play bad sam with us every week they message us you know email us there's a ton of people that I honestly this year was the hardest we've ever had to choose for a super fan the community yeah. that we've built um whether it be on our discord or just people that listen to the podcast like i said uh comments a lot on youtube send us emails message us just personally is huge the love for the community and the constant support that you guys have for our show is is huge and i know Simeon shares that sentiment uh, we yeah, both do but I, it was hard right like yeah, right to me like it was really like, hard uh,
1: not like uh hyping it up for like for no reason like it truly was a very hard decision this year um in the hero clicks for huntington's tournament like several people um that i would say took me aside but didn't really take me aside just popped into the same chat that i happened to be in on discord and we're like, Hey, just wanted to say, uh, like, I really like the podcast and, like stuff like that was really cool throughout the year. Uh, but then like seeing all the, like the people on like YouTube, whenever we drop something, give us comments here and there, even if it doesn't make any sense to us, or if it was like something that we said during the episode that we completely forgot about. Um, it's really cool. And then, uh, in our patron, uh, discord, there's just a ton of, I, I can't even describe it. It is, uh, Dial H has become a weird world of uh, lore that doesn't even make sense anymore. It doesn't even make sense in like the real world. Uh, people that aren't in the Discord would never understand. Even some of the people in the Discord don't understand it fully. I don't understand it fully, but it's a really great interaction Every single time, um, I'm glad that I'm in the Discord all the time and get to see it all because uh, sometimes it's just you know general kind of stuff, and then sometimes we get way off topic and uh, it becomes a very strange discussion about you know Florida man or today was Fago and uh, how one of our Discord Discord residents, uh, I think grandparents live next to. One of the juggalo, uh, what ICP's grand. Yeah, I, I stayed something. completely away
0: from the conversation today. It was and very it just went... Like, once again, Simi and I didn't have to like poke and prod for our Discord to have this crazy cool conversation between like three, four people, which is really, which I absolutely love. We have just built up a really awesome community on our Discord. You know, a lot of people are just, you know, chatting who might, might not be talking to each other otherwise, which is really sweet. So, not only is it just like us, but it's a community like that. People might not have talked to these people without us, you know, bringing them together and everything, which is really sweet. So I love our discord. Uh, I love the discord fam. They're so cool. Uh, and all the Patreon fam is great and all the people that take the time to as those crazy world of the petty. And someone asks, what's the best Hero podcast? Or what's a good hero YouTube channel or whatever? I, I love it that most of the time, Simi and I don't have to, and we never have to, but we don't even have to think about it because somebody else, we don't have to plug ourselves because somebody else has already said, oh, you should go check out Dial H for Hero Clicks because they have like a new player episode. They have a really fun YouTube channel. They have a great podcast. I, I love seeing that, you know, it's, it's a little vain, I know, seeing someone else like recommend our stuff to us, but I love seeing that. It's cool. I just, you know, no one wants to be that guy who's like, you should check out this POC and, like, shamelessly plug their own stuff. So I love that we really don't have to do that at all. Um, just have a great community. So this year, oh, guys, seriously, this year was tough. Like, this year was, like, the first year I got um, we've received digital and real-life, like, fan art. We've had amazing conversations with a lot of these guys. We had people email us. I'm gonna do some shout outs uh, to people that came really close this year, uh, but missed, missed a Mark. um I won't even say Mr. Mark. yeah. I, I won't up, even didn't say line up. That's not even right. I will say like, like it was such a
1: tight race and a tight vote. really was. I really wish that we had a a third person to weigh in because, um yeah. like it was so many great qualities and like certain things or certain interactions, like Calder might've had somebody um, like in, you know, this place or that place. And I might've had him in a slightly different one. So there was a lot of people that had a lot of different points. And it was also just a great time reminiscing about like all of our interactions throughout the year, because there was a lot of really good ones um, from like the different people we've had on the podcast and to just the people that we've interacted with outside of the podcast But, uh, no, uh, the superfan is not a a vote for supremacy as much as it is just uh, us showing our appreciation to only one specific person because we can't afford to
0: show it to more than one. So, uh, you know, without further ado, really quick, I will do some shout outs, though. Uh, So people on the Discord like, you know, Matt Reed, James Tipton, uh, Alex and Bill... Those guys are great. Uh, Andy and Cody are really cool. And I'm just going to shout out uh, one of the few people that email us. So like they're Joel, Joel, we have a handful of people that email us, but probably the most consistent person that emails us, which I always love getting an email. It's cool. um, Is Andrew Elliott. So I listen to the Dialogues Click show. I would always like I wouldn't always email them, but I email them maybe once or twice ish a year. You know, maybe three times a year I would email them, but they got a lot of emails in the old days, but now we barely get any emails. So it's really cool um, that Andrew uh, emails us pretty consistently and he'll, he'll like check in, They're like, So, like, what do you think since like this has changed? So, which is really cool. But if you want to do the honors and crown this year's uh, Dial H for Hero Click Superfan,
1: this uh, Dial H Superfan is. Uh... Hailing from the great white north, sadly, we we couldn't keep it in house this year. The Dial H, yeah, Dial H super fandom had to spread to our our neighbor to the north to Canada, the great state Uh, of Canada, the 51st or second. I can't remember. It's one of them, Um, but it's none other than Luke, Luke, Luke from our Discord. Uh, Luke is, uh, he's been helping us out a ton and also just kind of blowing our minds this whole year with uh all of the like with the random photoshops and stuff um there were so many good ones that there was actually like several that i had even forgotten about and so when calder reminded me about him i was like oh yeah that one was like absolutely crazy um but yeah it's just been it's been fun seeing what could be kind of merch that he's made to just the random yeah. links he will go to for a joke like a simple joke uh one of the other ones. So yeah, I have I have a private chat. I'm not gonna say. I just I guess it is a private chat. Um, I have a private chat with Luke on Discord, and in that I have. Let's see here. Where was it? The yes, um, the Calder posing with the X Men from First oh, Class. Yeah, and it's gracious. Wolverine holding the picture frame. So that was one of my favorite. Uh, that was one of my favorite photoshops that he did, but never, um, never stand in front of a green screen, (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) not. Also, all the um, battlefield conditions and those things. Ah, Oh oh my god! How can I? All of our tokens that we've been releasing with ourselves on them. Um, Yeah, no, Luke Luke deserves it. We probably should (laughs) pay him at this point, but. Again, uh, yeah, only have enough money to make him a super fan. So,
0: hey, we only—you have no idea how like a huge blow to the budget it is to crown a super fan every year. Like that is might have to put a ranch on as a Morton. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay, never mind. I gotta quit <laughs> referencing a video that's not out yet. I cannot reference <laughs> it anymore. Have
1: to keep the collateral. Keep the add. collateral.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. When it, it gets released. released, when it gets released, who, who knows? Man, that'll be um, funny. I should, At least can't to me, wait. It's, it's gonna be funny to me for sure. It's as funny as Bega Ranch. It's gonna be really okay. I gotta stop, but I mean, it's it's gonna be funny. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, Luke uh, blew me away with like how quick he is to make like thumbnails and everything. Like th- thumbnails take me forever, and they look bad. Like let's be real, guys. You don't have to hurt my feelings. Most of the thumbnails look really really bad do so so much so I, I didn't make any thumbnails for any of our like weekly gameplay stuff in my venue because I'm like you know what they're going to see arms on a table because I'm not going to make thumbnails ex- until somebody else made a thumbnail but still like Luke made some really cool really awesome flavorful and fun thumbnails uh, and he's been helping us out with that like I said like Simeon said the tokens the stickers they're all so awesome The and we had just such good conversations with Luke that I think he definitely deserves super fans so uh, he's joined the ranks of care of people like Chance McCall, uh, Larry Slade, um, Seth Aaron. Who else? We we've had quite a few super fans of the years. I can't remember all of them. I believe I believe Malcolm Rush was super fan for the when the original three guys um, did it. So now, when we mention you on the podcast, we will use your title of super fan, Luke, Luke, Luke. Uh, um, and yeah, and I, you'll be getting a fun little prize package sent your way. Now realizing that I have to pay Canadian postage, did not think of that. Yeah. Um, that's okay. That's all right. It's worth it. It's worth it. So thank you so much. And that's the close of the show. Simeon, we had quite the year. I It felt good reminiscing. Yeah. You know, is there anything, you know, a favorite moment, anything really quick before we end the show uh, that you want to say about 2021?
1: Man. Um. I'm I'm gonna leave it short and simple. I am glad in-person play is coming back. I'm super glad that I did not have to spend all of twenty twenty one playing online only. Um that being said, met a ton of like interesting, cool people online. Uh all the like all the events that I played in online I thought were ran well and I I did enjoy them. I just don't enjoy playing that way. I enjoyed the event itself. Not like the actual games per se, um, but looking forward to 2022. I really hope that we can get out there, and uh, I really hope they bring back nationals and worlds. It's going to be really fun. I've only I started this podcast in 2019. I only got one worlds, and I w- I, had, I didn't even have a full year in on the podcast. So I really want to like go out and like have people be like, "Hey, you suck," <laughs> you know? Yeah, I hate you. Thing. I you hate, know i hate you. hate you you're the worst i've seen what
0: you say on <laughs> I facebook i hate you. <laughs> you. say i just say that why'd you say that about team of Cod, you scumbag uh, <laughs> uh yeah yeah no and you know i did get to go to some in-person events and it's not like people don't flock to you and be like whoa you're a famous hero no, I understand. Yeah, but we're not people will go up to you and they'll be like hey man that that one video you made that's pretty funny. And like even though it sounds really like simple and it's going to sound corny when I say it, it's really really cool when when someone just says like, "Sure, views and likes, those numbers, it's great to see those numbers be high and you can assume people enjoy it." It's different when like a person in real life like walks up to you and is like, "And your your stuff is funny. Like I enjoy the conversations you guys have. I enjoy I enjoy the videos you make." Like that is that's huge. That's really really cool. You know, nothing's better than in-person watching Chad all be disappointed in me for <laughs> Extreme Rules and several other choices I've ever made for this podcast. So, yeah.
1: I will say it's, another it's really thing awesome. that was one of my – one of, like, the probably best things that's, like, ever, like, happened uh, since I've joined the podcast was uh, – I can't remember – when or who it was exactly without looking up the the image the screenshot that I made of it but um, we got a comment that said essentially you know like listening to your podcast helped make 2021 bearable and uh, like it was really nice being able to like kind of pretend like I was back in my venue and like playing with my friends and just listening to like the different stuff like listening to like Hero Clicks talk and things like that and just Uh, you know, just that like small comment about like how we kind of like made a like small difference for somebody was really cool. Uh I really enjoyed that. I really that comment like really struck a chord in me and I was like really happy that we actually did make, you know, at the very least one person's life a little easier. I was like, that's all I ever really wanted. That's a really cool thing. Um I'm glad that like, you know, our dumb jokes and uh, hot takes, no matter how bad or off mark they might be, I'm glad that like at least a few people out there truly enjoy it, and you know that's that's why we keep doing it. For the yeah. most part, I mean, it's also the huge amounts of money that we make. But right, uh, I mean, just so much,
0: yeah. guys. You have no idea. We just make hand over fist so much and money.
1: Speaking of that, I to keep making the money, I have to do this sweet ad read, which is. Uh, <laughs> Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including the latest Heroclix singles. Oh boy, get some of those ones that the Dial H boys uh, won awards on the Dial H podcast. Get those ones. They're good. Um, But you can find those on
0: CoolStuffInc.com. Like always, happy trails.
1: So if you're looking for
0: emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is, seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like a hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Over how I, six how people a
1: think I am funny. It's the hard day's
0: work. Not that you know anything about that. Which absolute fools it's not witcher nonsense i'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> hey google attack someone let's attack simian because he's a jerk That's